I'm stuffed, Creighton. I'm stuffed. Thanksgiving week is over. We're back to normal. And now we're back in the studio. We took over the mics. We turned them off and then turned them back on. I know it's confusing. Our, our whole what? show is confusing. I know. <laughs> okay. The whole title. I've had people ask me, why did you turn off your mics? And I had to explain to them, no, we told them to turn off their mics, but we turn off ours. Turn on ours. So <laughs> I know. See, even that is confusing in its own. But anyway, welcome to another edition of Turn Off Your Mics, where me and Creighton decided to be rebels of radio because we aren't trusted on air. So we decided to take over and do it <laughs> on the podcast. And what you know what? I'm going to tell you right now. I don't care anymore because I'm telling you right now, we're going to be bigger than them. Sure. I'm yeah. down for it. You're not going to hear me complain. We're going to be I'm the out. I'm you, down. Know, you know, Joe Rogan. Oh, yeah. The Joe Rogan experience. Yeah, that podcast is going to no, be known as shit compared to ours. <laughs> All right. I'm, once hey, we're that's, done. He's cashed in millions of dollars every year. So because not, I'm, I'm sick and tired of people putting me down. I'm sick and tired of it, Creighton. Yeah, sounds personal. Who are you it talking does. about? I'm sick and tired of being whooped over. Listen, I'm an incredible and I'm an excellent broadcaster, and people should know this by now. And so I'm not going to let some, you know, people tell me that I'm not capable of it. So there you go. All right. Including yourself. This, I know you, I know what? You, I know you look down on me. I'm here with you. I, know. I come in early to talk with you. That. That's true. That That should be in itself a... Which, I mean, indictment on how I feel. You about also, you. you also partake in it. But anyway, whatever. Okay. Welcome to Turn Off Your Mice. Creighton, how was your Thanksgiving break? <laughs> it was beautiful. We, we took well, off because you decided to go to Lubbock for some reason. So. No, 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 no. I was in Galveston. I was Why in Galveston. Were the same thing. What? Same thing. Oh, uh, they're actually on like two completely side, sure, different sides of the state. Whatever. One whatever. is definitely filled with water, and the I mean, other one is not, in not most definitely not what? You were not in DFW. I was definitely not in Dallas. So, yes. how was your Thanksgiving break? It was good. It was good. Um, I, uh, like I said, I was in Galveston, and we were uh, with the with my dad's side of the family on uh, the whatever that I don't know what they call it, the water, the beach, that one. I'm not geographically, you know, very good at things. So, like, I don't think it was. It's not the Gulf, but whatever they call it. Anywho, okay. we were staying on an Airbnb on there, and it was it was awesome. I've had. You know, I love seafood, so it was it was really nice to uh, get like like fresh fresh seafood, and then also literally, I think uh, I'm trying to think of a time other than that one because it feels like I watched more football these past like five days than I have in a long Same. time on on in terms of like Thanksgiving holiday. Yeah, yeah, like definitely. I think I just sat in front of the TV, which is what I wanted to do. To be fair, I sat in front of the TV for four straight days and watched. First basketball because they had the Maui Invitational going on, right? Which I'm sure you were heavily invested in as sure. much as I was, exactly. And then obviously college to the NFL, and I'm sure your arms were pretty tired though after everything, right? What are you talking about? For holding that L? Uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. I'm I'm pretty right, sure your arms right, are okay. tired. All right, so well. as you guys know, <laughs> on I believe it was Tuesday ish uh, of last week, going into Thanksgiving. Nah, dog, you've been doing this for. Weeks. Right, but where I made Weeks. it official, where I made it official, Weeks. where I made it official, was I went on Twitter because Bob Sturm on the hard line was talking about that Texas Tech had no shot in hell. So I tweeted at him saying Tech will win the game, kind of like what Jimmy Johnson did back okay. in the remember in the nineties, right? Right, where in big headlines he goes, "We will win the ball game." I kind of wanted to do that, and um, I got a lot of. 
people like, are you sure you want to say that? I'm like, yeah. <laughs> yeah are you? It. And then um, the game happened, and then it then it ended, and th- that's all I'm going to say. Not sure. Uh, Something else happened. I don't. Team- I think I know one team came to play a game. I'm not sure what the other team was doing. <sighs> I am not sure at all what the other team was doing. Well, Tech did score a touchdown. They sure did. You'll get. You guys got a single touchdown, and that is commendable. You got seven points on the board. Cool. Um, can I ask you a question? What, what does it matter though? What does it matter? What does you it were matter? the one that was talking on the mess. So it was, what does it matter? Because you would have come up in here if we would have lost. You would have come up here and been a big. You would have been like, oh my god, tech one, take That's that. Fine. This. So this is I what have you a get. Feeling. Not only, not only did you lose, you got booty clapped by fifty points, a fifty burger, to the point where we had our five stringers in, and we also put Arch Manning in. First of all, a dude that hasn't all, even touched a football in it's regulation. Your fifth stringers, not your five stringers. I don't care. Called fifth string. Yeah, yeah. You guys would a lot you, know you a lot about English. the, the learn number English. five. But okay, learn anyways. English, huh? Learn English. You guys need to learn football. That's what you need to do. <laughs> okay. So there you go. Start there. All right. So my lord, what an embarrassing game for Texas so after Tech. After you uh, orgasmed after that game, um, you were the one that's not even you. I'm saying you as well. You were, but as you as in Tech fans as well, you were the ones that were saying, oh. No, no way they'll lose. This is the game. We've got Taj Brooks. Texas doesn't know what's coming for him. And then at the beginning of the year, Brett Yermark had those comments at the Lubbock luncheon. And then you had Joey McGuire. Everything runs through Lubbock. Everything runs through Lubbock. None of that happened, by the way. We're going to have a big talk with Joey. None of that happened, by the way. We're going to have a big talk with Joey, not to... Not to wrestle any feathers, you know, when we don't have a team really ready to compete. But anyway, um, congratulations to you guys. You guys are awesome. Yeah, congr- you, yeah you're hold in the that. Big 12 title game. You, you can have so that forever. You haven't won yet this Saturday. I'm not play. talking about that game. Uh, All I'm talking about is the 57-7 we are about to. We will talk about that game yeah. later like I, in the show. I know, because as everybody else in the Big 12, your best days are when Texas falls on their feet. I never said anything That about, is exactly what it's, that is so anything. true. I'm just saying I saw a college football ranking that has you guys against seventh for some reason. That's and fine with not me. Not even over like Oregon I said, or Ohio State. That's fine. But that's cool. Why don't Nobody you guys try to win seven games and then we'll continue that? Maybe you shouldn't have lost Oklahoma. If huh? you didn't lose Oklahoma, then you wouldn't be in the situation. I'm but not. I'm won't. not complaining about. It. We got twelve. We got eleven wins. Do you have eleven wins? Ask Joey McGuire if winning ball games is hard. Okay. Can I ask you a question? Cool. I, I get it. You guys destroy tech. Awesome. Proud of you guys. But if you don't win the actual ultimate championship, what's the point? And what would you know about winning ultimate championships? Okay, we didn't. We haven't. You've Ever. guys you guys won what? Three? Ever. What? Three? That's three more than you got, right? Whatever. Cool. Three more than you got? When was the last time is you guys right? won one? When's the last time you won one? There is nothing you can say Two. that's going to change. Uh, no. When's the last time? Okay, no. okay, let's say okay. What? Okay. In terms of full school, everything. Tech is more has more pedigree than you guys. Oh, really? And how's that? Please, because, please enlighten. Me. Wait a minute. Am please I, enlighten. In me. terms, wait, is it? Oh, that's right. Wasn't it my school, Texas Tech, that the most recently went to a national championship game in basketball? And it was in 2018. Oh man, is that the only time you've ever appeared no. in anything yeah. of that look, stature look before? At, look, at our, look at our women's basketball team. What's your women's, women's ba- What's your women's basketball team do other we than won. 93? 93. What else? Okay, we won others. Congrats. 
we've won championships too. But, uh, what, what you guys about? are really good at meat judging. I will give you that. Yeah, we judge that meat, baby. Yeah, that's right. You judge that meat <laughs> and baseball too. You can't, you can't, you can't even, you can't even get near us. Oh, really? So yeah. you know, Texas is one of the most storied baseball programs of all time. You sure about yeah, that? Yeah, but you, right now you can't come near us. Oh, really? Yeah. Is that right? That's why you guys haven't won one. Is that correct? Have you all won one recently? No. Have you won? Have you won one at all? Have you won one We're at close. all? No. Have you won We're one at all? Close. Yeah. Getting close is real nice. We've but done it before. But you can't fuck with us in baseball. Oh, really? Oh, you want to bet? Yeah. That's what, what you said about football. Okay, but you really can't fuck with us in baseball. I don't know, dog. I don't know. <laughs> we'll man. see this year. We'll oh, yeah? You year. keep talking. You okay? keep talking. Yeah. Because you guys have absolutely no stats. You guys are like Aggies. You have no uh, stats remember, to back up on. I, I was running the board for uh, this is what you do. intentional grounding, yeah. and Harry, the son of the great uh, Robert Wolanski, mm. he plays on the team, and he was like, let's settle down. He, he plays on Texas? Yeah, he plays on yeah, Texas. Okay, he plays on Texas. And he was telling us that, hey, settle down. We right, what's he going to gonna say? What's he going to say? He said, well, because he doesn't want to. Upset. Yeah, what's he gonna say? So like, upset well, us. we're gonna go in there and just booty clap tech. That's what we're gonna do. What's he gonna say? Because then they, because you know, you know, you know what happens when that when you do that. What you get beat by fifty and you look like an idiot, like Joey McGuire did or Brett Yearmark. That's e what happens to you or EA. Listen, there is let no me, let me get grounds. So you you congratulations. You guys have almost won a basketball a championship. <laughs> you guys have yet to win a baseball championship. All you've really done is really, really good at deciding if this lamb is rare or if that lamb is medium rare. That's what you guys are really well, good for at. A team, for a team that's nicknamed the Longhorns, yeah, you should you should be good at that, but you're not. Well, we don't have one. Anyway, so, um, anyway. You well, guys you didn't should. even come close. You should have a meet. What an absolute. Aren't you the Longhorns? What an absolute uh, anyway, embarrassing Anyway, I'm going to go watch the 2008 highlights again. You do that yeah. because that's what you guys do, and I'm proud of you, and I'm happy for you that every time you lose, no matter who it yeah. is, you guys can always go back and say, well, we have this OA well, game, I, which, I, by the way, amounted to jack nothing. So there you go. It did. No, it did. What would you? Oh, I'm sorry. What championship did you win at the end of that we year? We would have, but. No, we, what we championship we did you win? We lost to Oklahoma. Like you said earlier, shouldn't have lost to Oklahoma. Then to, that we, sucks. Then we lost to Ole Miss. Not only did you lose to Oklahoma, by the way, tell me what the score of that game I don't was. Want to talk about that. Oh yeah, yeah, that's what I thought. It was really close, wasn't it? Yeah, exactly. Like five. It was about as it was about as bad as Weren't last like weekend was, huh? Weren't you like five? What? Did Colt McCoy get hurt in the uh, Alabama game like the next year? Yeah, no, you'd give your left one to be able to at least play in one of those. Anyway, um, congratulations to you guys. Thank you. We're moving Thank on. You. And uh, I look forward to you rooting against us on Saturday. Oh, I will be. I know, I exactly. Because be. like I said, everybody that's not a go Texas fan, go, go your pucks. best day. Yeah, go your pucks. best day. You know what's so funny? You guys, here's like, here's the all. Oklahoma's with us. What? Oklahoma's on board with Oklahoma us. Oklahoma could give it. Oklahoma's coming with us next year to, and is playing us. There's yeah, no, no, but the fans want you all to fail. Well, obviously. Yeah. But those guys are a respectable, respectable rival. They actually wow. do. You've won 18 games, bro, in yeah. this rivalry. You haven't, like, sniffed anything. Anyway, 18 games. Anyway, you're like you're we, like a and A&M thinks they're so good. We got to move on to in reality. News. And last thing, last thing about oh, that. God. This is what I love about. And also, I'm I'll really glad. I'm also really glad that we're playing you, OSU. You know, I have because the they're right the now. last people that we need to get through with the original eight. And that's it. And I'm glad we're getting to play them. I would have loved to play Oklahoma, but this is setting up really nice. But it's really funny to see all the old Big Twelve guys, Kansas and. You I know, will shut your mic and off. And Iowa State and TC, everybody, like, pat the next person on the back. Okay, go get him now. Go get him now. And then you lose. You done? I just love how you guys are all you huddled done. up. Yeah, I'm just saying. All right, breaking news, because you're just going to go into soliloquy about this over Shouldn't and talk. over again. Shouldn't have talked. Uh, we do have some breaking news. Uh, 
right before we came on air, it looks like uh, we will no longer have Mark Cuban as the owner of the Dallas Mavericks. That's right. Uh, he is just official. Uh, this is coming from Sham Sharania and Mark Stein. Now everybody's on board with it. Uh, that Mark Cuban has agreed to sell the majority stake of the Dallas Mavericks to the Adelman family or the uh, who or the owners of the Las Vegas Sands. Adelson. The lar- Adelson? Yeah, yeah Adelson. Yeah. They're the largest casino fan, uh, run company in all of the United States. So who do they own? I'm I, I'm look, I'm trying to read it as you're talking. They uh, must they must they must own like some massive. They own because they're they're in the they, Vegas well, Sands. They own, who, yeah, they own the Las. It doesn't say what they own. So I wonder but, I wonder who's under that cloud. I assume it's it's the big boys. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Uh, they're the largest ones in the United States. Um, the the person that well, the finally identified money. is Miriam Adelson, who is right. the. Uh, widow of the casino magnate Sheldon Adelson. So her trust and everybody, they're all uh, going to be buying the team. Here's what we have the latest right now. It says that Mark Cuban would remain governor of the franchise, which means he's still the face of the franchise, and in control of all basketball decisions according to sources. You know what this sounds like? Do you remember when George W. Bush bought the Texas Rangers? Do you remember – I know of it. I wasn't oh, alive. Oh, yeah, you weren't alive. Yeah. But when, in 1994, he bought the Texas Rangers, but he didn't pay for it. Bush didn't have the money. He got a bunch of people to get money and collectively said, hey, let's go. And he managed the, the – They had the, the group thing, right? Similar to what Nolan Ryan and Chuck Greenberg did when they bought the Rangers as well. Right. Those two did not have the money, but who was really in charge? It was Ray Davis and Bob Simpson right. who had the bulk of the money. So – the way this is looking like is that Adelson would be the number one owner, would be the majority owner, have all the money and all the stakes on it, but Mark Cuban is just going to run the franchise and this is, for them. Right, and that's kind of what, like, uh, for a more recent term, like Magic Johnson does this with his teams. They all right. go in together, they split it, and then they have one guy that kind of calls the shots. But collectively, as you know, they're all paying to be a part of this. Exactly. You know? Now, unfortunately, or not fortunately, I mean, uh, but – in this situation, it looks like it's one family, the Adelson family. It looks like Miriam Adelson would be the one that's pretty much buying all this. She just now, there was a Yahoo article already that came out earlier today that they already sold $2 billion worth of stock nice. in their company to get ready of this. Nice. And right now, we have the agreement would be in the valuation range of $3.5 billion and take weeks for the league to process. That's what the Associated Press reported, citing a person with knowledge of the talks. Uh Pretty much you're get, taking that $2 billion from stock to purchase a majority of the interest in this sports franchise, and this could pretty much drastically change what's going on. There uh, could be acquiring at least 57% of the Mavericks, which, of course, would be the controlling assets. Right. So this is a big thing now. Mark Cuban already earlier today said he was stepping down from Shark Tank. And I think that has, honestly, I think, I think it kind of correlates because I think he's kind of like – I mean, he's, it, this is not to say that he's like by any means like done with working, but he is getting to a point in his life where, I mean, how much how much longer do you want to continue to do or to have these kinds of responsibilities? Exactly. When there is somebody that is willing to keep you in the organization to basically call the shots of basketball, which is what anybody honestly ever wants to do. The ownership part of it's kind of like not the fun part. The basketball operations. That's why Magic Johnson did what he did with the Lakers. That's the fun part is making the trades, making the player developments, doing the draft. When you get when you have somebody saying like we're we're willing to let you have that and we're going to give you 3.5 or 2 billion dollars or whatever it is. 
after after almost being was he now he's almost 70 years old is he not i mean he's he's 65 65 and then doing shark tank for 16 years why would you not do that you know now now you could basically chill for you've done everything you need to do and and listen his kids are you know i know he has two older daughters and he has a young son i'm sure he wants to see his son you know grow up and have some time with his family and his wife um there's so much into it but here's the more interesting part this is where i get my little bit of a conspiracy theory going on but not a conspiracy like nefarious. What's really going on behind the scenes? So do you remember last year during Normathon, Mark Cuban was on and he talked to Norm okay. about and he, the specific conversation wasn't really about the Mavericks. It was about gambling in the Texas. Yeah. It was all about pushing for legalization of gambling. Huge, huge and proponent of that he is. Cuban yeah. is saying that we're getting closer. We're getting oh, closer definitely. than we've ever been before. 100%. Now, last year he had conversations with – a person who is the son-in-law of Marion Madison and the company president of the Las Vegas Sands, Patrick Dumont, who had already talked with Cuban about building a casino entertainment district in Dallas if they incl- if they if things were to change, and the plans would require the plans would include a new arena for the Mavericks, including a casino entertainment realm around it, including places where you can place bets. That plan would only work if Texas legalizes gambling inside the state. This is all coming to fruition. Why this specific? He could sell the, sell the team to any person. Why right. this specific oh. lady? Because they've already discussed it. They've and here's my thing. I've already got uh, pushed back from my BFB guys. They they're like, no, Mark Cuban's just done. He's leaving. I'm like, no. Well, he's I think not. two things can be true. I think he is wanting to step back from having so much responsibility, right. but. If he's going to give it to anybody, he still wants the casino thing. And this is not even just the Mavericks. I think he just wants gambling in Texas, betting in Texas to yes. be legalized for everything. But because because lap- look at Vegas. Like, it brings it, – there's no denying it. And all the new states that have uh, done it in the East, it brings so much money. So much money. It's, it is a uh, it is huge. The Vegas is a paradise built on the backs of people who've lost their fortunes. <laughs> Literally. Though. And, and, like, and that's what Mark Cuban wants. Done. This is why he's he worth wants billions trans- of dollars. He knows he wants, exactly what he's he doing. He wants to transform Dallas. By the way, though, the third part of my theory is this. Once this all completes, I believe Mark Cuban might buy back the franchise, at least to the majority control. And the reason why is I think he loves the Mavericks. He, there's a reason why he wants to – like if this was a thing where he wanted to step away and just wanted to be with his family, cool. He would have um, then he would not retain control of the Mavericks. He wouldn't have had decisions. any like major play in it. Exactly. Like, like he wouldn't be basketball operations. Exactly. He is he loves keeping himself in the Mavericks organization for a reason because he wants to build the new franchise, the new arena in downtown Dallas. Yeah. They already have land for it. They've already earmarked where they want this to go. They're just waiting. Guess what? Edelson, Marion Edelson, is a big proponent, a big Republican mega donor. Okay, and I'm not trying to get political here, but this is oh, how here we the, go. This is how the grease starts to work. Okay, you're bringing in one of the largest mega donors for the Republican Party into a state run by Republicans. Greg, Greg Abbott, all of them, everybody, they're going to start be like, okay, well, we're going to have to change our decision now. And this is one thing I think politically both parties want. This is not like a single party issue thing. I think both Democrats and Republicans see the beauty of uh, legalizing economic, gambling. It's a it's a it's a monstrosity. The how, only how person would hate this is Choctaw and Winstar. Oh, <laughs> in Oklahoma. Oklahoma would be 
well, in Desiree, to be fair, Desiree to be if this fair, happened. Those guys could do something with no. uh, Oklahoma City if it comes. I mean, they're well, smack no, no, no. The- well, yeah, but here's the problem. Where does – listen, everybody in Oklahoma, everybody in Oklahoma and Texas – uh, to an extent, goes and travels to yeah, Windstar and Choctaw sure. because that's the only that casino you can get to. Yeah. That's where all of and North Texas to mention, goes. It is, it is massive. It's not small in a no. janky arena. I mean, casino. You know, Windstar is, is unbelievable. Right, yeah, big. I think Choctaw is just as big. It's a little smaller, but it's huge still. Yeah, it's so, still big. Imagine, though, this is what I'm saying is happening. Huh? You ever been to them? Windstar? Yeah. Both of them. Just Windstar. Oh, they're awesome. I love both of them. They used to have this. This, this is a really side. They used to have this one. Go ahead. Golden Cup. It was called the Golden Cup. It was horse racing. Yes. Ah. I, ha- I saw that Greatest in game ever made. I saw Greatest that in game Vegas. Of- yeah, and then they took it away. In Vegas, <laughs> the little the machines, they had the machine. Yeah. Like, the horse? Them. Yeah. yeah. Like, ah. Best game ever I was, designed. I thought I was winning. That thing I, made so much money I over the course of its like I five years. I made $500 off two races. We literally and then drove I lost it all. We drove to Choctaw one time because they had like it was the first day they installed it and we were like we're making a trip there. We did it. <laughs> Man, I'm sure you lost <laughs> your money. Literally for, yeah, we did. Literally for that game. Best well, game ever. I the only thing I worry about this is again, I do like the fact that Cuban is still day to day. I love Mark Cuban. I'm going to make it clear. I don't have a problem with him like a lot of other people do. Yes, he's made some very zany decisions in the past since the championship, which I don't agree with. But I do think Mark Cuban is better as an owner than a lot of other people. And I don't want this new person to come in here because right. I'm afraid of what's the unknown. And he's uh, – I the, know what I get right. with Mark Cuban. Well, I don't know what I'm getting with The other thing that makes him so owner. unique is that he, like, loves basketball. He right. loves basketball, not even just the Mavericks. It just It's very fortunate that he loves the Mavericks, but – he likes NBA basketball. I mean, he plays all the time. He's in the gym playing. Like, and and I'm pretty sure, quite honestly, EA he probably watches it all the time right. when it's not the Mavericks. There is there is one problem though. This Adelson family, we don't know anything about them other than what they they we know. And, they do own the Venetian, and that is yeah, but that's impre- my, my that point is impressive. Is they're not like basketball guys. They're money guys, and that's the problem. But again, but that's why Mark's still here. If they, yeah, if they but, were, okay, but, but, but if they question, were coming why in, why wouldn't they just? My here's my thing. The reason why Mark's here is because he still wants to run the Mavericks. I, well, that's what I'm saying is but that why would those they, guys they can still have Nico run the Mavericks? Those, technically. Oh, well, you know Nico, uh, but but Marcus, the thing is, is that if these guys came in and took full control, and now and and now they were the ones making basketball decisions, yeah, I'll get your point. But they're still having guys that know how to do the game of NBA in in those right. places. That's the difference. So if this still goes through, does Mark have a boss? Yeah, essentially, yeah, he does. Wow. Essentially, yeah, he does. I mean, I think on paper he does, but I think when it comes down to it, they kind of will just like work coincide with each other, you know. Like I think she, I don't, yeah, I, mean, I don't think she's gonna like, I, I don't think ever like, question anything he does basketball. Excuse me, um, right? What is the the, the Dirk? Yeah, this so this trade that you just, I don't think she'll ever shut anything down. He does basketball decision yeah. wise. Well, I'm, it is. They're probably just gonna news. work together. That'd be yeah. When but we, yeah, technically as a boss on paper. No, uh, so this is gonna be dropping tomorrow Wednesday. So uh, all those shows are gonna have it. And good luck to that. They'll expand on it more. And, we'll find uh, out more information. I will say this is that, like I was telling you earlier when we were walking up here, I did a thing with the American Airlines Center. Uh, Big brag. Sure. twenty. I think it was like 2018 or 2019. Anyways, 
we were with the communications guy. And, like, I don't know how this conversation got going. Um, it was like a 30-minute conversation that led into this part. And he was like, Mark's ultimate goal is to have an arena that is built on top of a casino uh, in the plot that they that they have. You know, this is before they actually bought right. the, this is before they actually owned the plot. Yeah. He was like, this is where we're going to get it. And sure enough, here we are. Yeah. And uh, he was like, he wants to build stories. And at the top is the arena. And here it all comes to like kind of fruition. It's like actually starting to like the wheels are starting to turn. It's really weird to see something okay. that was once an idea kind of like. He's going for it now. Kind of want that to happen. Yeah. Could you imagine an arena in the sky? Uh, the idea was like on the tenth story would be right. The, the arena in the sky but was no, a term. Fuck that. Yeah. Fuck that. Uh, I want a skyscraper. Sure. That like you know have you seen Back to the Future? Yeah. You know Biff's Casino. Or oh whatever? yeah, exactly. Have it like that, but the arena on top, and then you have Luca just going. Yeah. Whoosh, oh, and then the basketball crazy. goes outside and it falls. And then you'd have to every time you sit down, you have to pump yourself with a tank of oxygen. Yes, yeah. that would be so <laughs> awesome. But Imagine that's getting exactly the, beach, the 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 uh, nosebleed seats in that. Oh my god! Uh, you would literally know. Congratulations to the Mario Madison. It looks like you're the new owner of the Dallas. You ever Mavericks. been to the Venetian? I I've been by it. I've been. Fun fact: It is. Most notably famous, well, other than for food-wise, most notably famous because the black tap is in the Venetian. That's where that comes and from. And the black tap is now say, next to the AAC. Fun facts, yeah. That's fun facts. Right. I know. So right, it's well, all working together. Well, Mark, you Cuban, know, quite honestly, I'm actually, you, you mentioned that. That might, I mean, they they're in the Venetian. Listen. Black taps from the Venetian. You're putting all the it happens to be up. right by the stadium. I wonder when the talks. This is us throwing in the news. We don't know if it's true or not. But black tap happens. I wonder when those. You know, they they know that's there. I wonder when those talks start happening. You know, we so, do know that Mark Cuban mentioned the go. Las Vegas Sands almost a year ago. There you go. And they talked to the son-in-law of Miss Adelson. So we'll see. This um, is a good thing, though. Nobody uh, should be nervous about that. This all this I gotta say to is happen. keep Kyrie and her away from each other. Anyway, <laughs> um. Uh, <laughs> Anyway, Whoa, uh, we'll see more developing news there. But first, Thanksgiving Day happened, and it's time to look back on Thanksgiving Day with Chillin' with the Cows, brought to you by, well, here's the thing. <laughs> Make an exception. We're going to do this once. This is called an <laughs> extension because, you know, when you don't pay your rent. That's right. Time's coming up, yeah, man. Yeah, you don't pay your rent. You, you know, the, the man, you know, what happens? The landlord comes knocking. Yeah, they go, yo, where is it? Yo, and maybe this is the part where the landlord, you know, or the 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 the, the tenant is like a sexy little blonde, and she's like, I don't have it. But what can oh, I do? Oh, you know with this. <laughs> uh, and, and then and he the, goes three days. The, the landlord's like, okay, three more days. So we're gonna give an extension. So right now, this is brought to you by Work in Progress, but we're not gonna give him some silly ass liner that he makes me read. We're not gonna do that. <laughs> Okay, because the, the 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 money's due. Okay, That's the right. money is due. Work in progress. So okay, all I'm gonna say is this: it's every Sunday. That's all I'm gonna say. Dumb. Where I don't know. You're gonna have to figure that I'll out for say, yourself. Turn your dials. Work in progress. One of the stations here in Dallas. That's all I can tell you. And I don't know what time. Maybe in the morning. <laughs> maybe at nighttime. Maybe never. Okay? But Sundays, and that's what you. That's get. all I can give you. It's Sundays on somewhere in <laughs> Dallas. All right. All right, Justin, you hear me? Oh, you hear me? DJ Ham? Oh, man. Pay up. Anyway. Love it. Chilling with the cows. All right, so 
the Dallas Cowboys once again did what they had to do, and they throttled the Washington Commanders on Thanksgiving Day. Maybe they were very horny after seeing Dolly Parton in that cheerleading outfit. Who knows? But they did their task. <laughs> were you horny after seeing that? That's about what I thought it would be like. Um, you were. Horny? I didn't listen you yesterday. Were horny? I did not. I did not. Li- no, I did not listen yesterday. Too much. Did they have a problem with it on here or not? Uh, I, I assume mixed. they did. But Corby had a problem with okay. the show. I assume they had uh, a problem with it. I, I I had a problem with the the features of the show. I don't have a problem with Dolly because I think Dolly's body looks fantastic for seventy seven, and for her to put That's that fair. that cheerleading outfit on, more power to her. Um, I do think that the songs that she chose, the last two were kind of. I will say the Queen tribute was super out of pocket. Right, um, <laughs> I'll say that much. didn't make sense, and she was lip singing the entire time. So yeah, I, she starts doing that now. Um, yeah, yeah, which I, is like it's cause she's it, old. See, the funny thing is, like, it, it like works for like live like festival shows or when she's like, if she ever like does like a, a stagecoach or something like that. But when you're like nationally broadcasted and the cameras are straight up in your face, it's kind of weird. Well, also is that she lip synced the oh. talking parts yeah like, hey guy cowboy fans really i'm like funny. why are you lip syncing that Very part funny. you couldn't talk like that she could part- barely stand yeah you see her that was the star oh, yeah. yeah she could but honestly yeah. i no it was cool i'm I mean, down it was better than jack harlow would, and would. i'm a jack harlow guy listen i and would it was better than jack i would what? Oh, I, I never. You, like I said, you're, <laughs> you know the girl that owns the Mavericks now is like no, 78 years no, old or 73 no, or something her, like that. Yeah, you, seen, no, no, that that one you're not on. Okay, no. I see. Well, Dolly, Dak she, finally got the turkey leg though, dog. Like, yes, finally. he did. Um, all right, so it was a great game overall. We're not going to talk about the game too much because you've already seen it at Dawson, and we got to get ready for the next game. The Seahawks are coming up, which uh, I'll be there Thursday you, night. I knew you'd drop it. Uh, covering the game, so I'm excited for that. Well, see thank, what the, thanks the to Cowboys. you. Thanks to you, uh, Matt, the new uh, board op, is having to stay longer because we have to do – someone's got to be on post game, someone's going to be on stars. So thanks to you. I know. Not my problem. Anyway, um, I'm just saying – uh, anyway, but the, 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 the Cowboys are moving on, uh, trying to find the Seahawks. And I think the, a lot of the discussion right now is, it, are the, the, the Cowboys truly contenders? And it's kind of blowing off what we talked about last time we were on air. You and I had a huge disagreement really on whether or not the Cowboys are truly elite, especially on the offensive end. You said you want to wait till they play really good competition. My argument the was Eagles I think, game is definitely the one I circled. Yeah. Right. And I, I'm still thinking that I think the, the, the Cowboys are here. Their offense has radically changed in the last five weeks since the 49ers game. You can, and I still think that something happened during the bye week. Mike McCarthy's play con has drastically changed. I will say that Prescott's right. uh, ability gone, inside sorry. the pocket and what he's doing, they're attacking downfield. There is a significant change that you have to admit is happening. I'll give you Cowboys. this. I was watching the Chargers game, and I don't think this has anything to do with Justin Herbert because I swear to God, if you put Justin Herbert, because we were all praising him a while ago, if you put Justin Herbert on the right team, I I, I think he's talented enough, talented enough to be good. But you watch what Kellen does on that team, and then you watch what the Cowboys do every week. And my notion is not so much that I think that the offense sucks. I don't think it sucks. I think it's really good. I just want to see them be able to result like that against – the best teams in the league. Right. That's all. And so you, far, so you but watch. I will say this. I right. think you had that against the Eagles. The only problem against the Eagles is there are one or two moments where, you know, that's that's football. You know, it is a game. Oh, of sure. Injuries. And I'll tell you this. I'll say if they, if that if they come out and it's a 180 from uh, 
the first game, I'll call it a fluke, but you watch the Chargers and Kellen do his thing, and then you watch us, you're just like, God have mercy. Like, thank the good Lord he's gone because it's just like, yo. I mean, somebody. Like, yo. Like, like what, they have 10 points or something? I mean, nothing. The the Chargers, if you look at it, somebody put it out, they were a Chargers fan, was so excited that they got Kellen Moore. And I don't know. And that what, team's stacked technically. So yeah, they have a lot of weapons. Yeah, Keenan Allen, the, the, but Eckler, they're not executing. Now, whether or not that's Justin Herbert or yeah. is it Kellen Moore, who nobody knows. Um, I'm looking at the Cowboys right now, and I say, first off, I'll say this: the run of easy games was over starting this week. Right. If you think the Seahawks are an easy give, you're a fool. You they, laughed at me when I said that they would make a good run, and here we are. Well, yeah, but eat uh, it. I, I was wrong about the Bills, maybe. We'll yes, see. Yes, you were very but, wrong about the Bills. But I had I got one back with the Seahawks. But so. the Seahawks, to me, I've looked at this. First of all, they got weapons on the offense. If Geno Smith has time, he will tear you apart because they got guys like DK Matkiff and uh, oh God, uh, yeah. and uh, Drew Locke. That, you know, those guys are just True Locke. True Locke. Dude, he is insane, and he's been a Cowboys killer. Since 2014, yeah. Do you remember? He's not going to play though. Oh, you mean? Oh, you mean Tyler Lockett? Tyler Lockett. Yeah, yeah. sorry, not Drew. Drew Locke's the quarterback. But yeah, same team. So Tyler Lockett. Sorry, yeah, yeah. but same team. You know, he's been a Cowboys killer for a while. Yeah, now. He's, oh, he's so good. And he gets open in very unique ways. Go if you watch the film, I was like, the Cowboys secondary is going to have to be very, very good at trying to stay in front of the receivers to this week because if they, if they, they, they have ability to get by you pretty fast. Right. They got unique speed. And I think that's what helps the Seahawks become a dangerous team. Their defense is similar to what it's been for the last few years. They're not as dominant as they used to be, uh, but they still can get you. I still think the Cowboys can win this game. Um, I just don't think uh, overall we need it. But what I'm trying to say is that this is not going to be a blowout game. I think this is going to be the first first game where it's going to be within five or six points. Right. This is a five or six point game. Uh, the defense is going to have its work cut out for them, I think, in this game. I think uh, this will be – I am I mean, like, I don't think that, like, the sky should fall if this game is close, but I don't think you should expect, like, a, a massive blowout. However, I will say this, is that if something like – if they win by 25 points, I'll be circling the Eagles game even more because I'll be like, all right. I was like, they did that to a – I think is a pretty good a pretty good team – what can you do against the Eagles? I'll give, and I, 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 as much as I criticize them for showing up against the bad teams and losing like they did against the 49ers and not being able to really produce that much against the Eagles, the fact of the matter is you have to look at it like this, is they are, you play was on your schedule, they are still beating those teams by 30-plus points. I'm not going to fault them for beating a team consecutive times by 30. 35, 40 points. They are taking care of business against bad teams, and they're five and zero at home, and that is impressive. I want to get. I'm glad you brought that up. So it comes to my other topic that I want to talk with the Cowboys. Well, we'll find out what happens this Thursday. Again, this Thursday night. Make sure it's a Thursday night game on Amazon Prime. Cowboys. Oh, that's right. It's streaming. Yeah, streaming. I don't know. Yeah. Like those are fine. Yeah. I mean, well, it is raining that day, so we're the roof will in, be. Is it, it? But we're playing inside. Yeah, the roof will be closed. Oh, on. you know what else they're doing? You won't care about this. What? what? Posty and the Cowboys are finally doing a collab, and they're hosting a pre-party about it uh, with Des Bryant at the Plaza. Really? Oh yeah, I will I'll be go- there getting merch. Don't you have to be back here for work? When? Thursday. It's at five. Okay. They do the pre-party merch post Malone okay. collab is at we'll five. We'll make sure you're here for work. 
I'm always here for work. I'm er, I, I'm on time more than anybody. I guess so. Get you some of that. I know. Get you well, some here at this workplace, do you want a fifty dollar Post Malone T-shirt? I'm not gonna pay for it. So, well, I guess you're not getting one. Then. I guess not. They got I, a couple really cool ones. I'm not gonna, I would have. You gave it for me for free. No, you don't get it for free. Well, didn't I give you that Christopher Nolan ten, uh, uh, Oppenheimer oh, strip? Yeah. Okay. The strip that was. Yeah. Okay. That was a lot less work. Well, at least I'm, you know, you're uh, the one who wanted it. Yeah, no, you're not. Um, getting it anyway, so anyway, Sorry. back to the overall conversation. The Eagles. I'm br- glad you brought up this whole about how we're blowing teams out that are bad, but the Eagles are just escaping. Yet they're looking like the MVP front runners, and that they're the greatest team on earth. That happened again Sunday against the Buffalo Bills. The Eagles were down at halftime, I believe, seventeen to seven. And then they came back, but it didn't matter because the Buffalo made it a game, and at the end it was tied 31-31. First off, I want to say this about Buffalo. Y'all are idiots. <laughs> because the Eagles, it was a long field goal, but why would you Why would you take two timeouts to ice their kicker when you needed all three timeouts, 30 seconds, you, you have a chance to win the game. I know you don't really have a lot of faith in Josh Allen anymore. but He's still Josh Allen. Yeah. Like, he, he's – he might not be good every, but like on any given on the, any given drive, he's good enough to get you. But you just needed a field goal. That's it. They they tied it. You I had thought, thirty seconds left right. in the game. You had three timeouts. If you didn't waste it on trying to ice their kicker, what would you do? It's just a tie game. All you need to do is get in the field goal range and you win it in regulation. I thought the notion about well, what happens if you fumble it on your first snap was like super like. The odds of that happening, right? Somebody, like, I thought that was really somebody tweeted that uh, to me, and I was like, wait a minute. Because that's why it that's did a it. very, very, yeah. very, very small it's a, it's percentage. A, right. Compared to you possibly completing one or two passes. And Which getting will get you range. into field goal range. And I then, thought that was a really strange is, decision when it comes when you're if you were judging it based right. off of that. And my thing is, OK, you, well, fumble, even if, you could technically fumble on a QB nil. You can fumble anytime. Right. And my thing is, it's better to do that because regardless if it's a long way. field goal or not, you're already tied. So you already know the worst case scenario. You're going to overtime. But anyway, the yeah. Buffalo Bills somehow fuck it up in overtime, and they can't score on that. Uh, what was it uh, Davis, the, the the receiver Davis, yeah. who couldn't catch it? Uh, yeah. That should have been that should have been a catch. But I mean, okay, whatever. <sighs> the Eagles get lucky again, and once again, they have won another game where it's within three or four points. Yeah, they're scooting by. They are. They are and scooting by, and I don't understand how now, they continue. Right to now, do it. everyone's saying this. Well, because of that, because Jalen Hurts scored five touchdowns and he made the game drive win, which he did, and there's no fault in that. But because of that, he's the MVP frontrunner. Well, there was a team that did that last year. You remember the 2022 Giants? Yeah. They were winning a lot of games, too. And, and guess what? They were all within one point or la- one point or uh, three points. Very small point, uh, point uh, percentage of margin right there. Yeah. Uh, and yet... The Giants get in the playoffs and get gets what happens. They lose to the Vikings. Didn't they win one though? No, no, no. They No, the Giants lost. Did they not win one of their games? I mean they lost, I know, but oh, I gotta look at it. Oh, you gotta but, look no, at it. No, but the regardless of what happened, the Giants were frauds. Like, well, yeah, it's and it's also the TCU argument. Um skating by all the way up to the point where you get your, now, I will say if you skate all the way by and get yourself into a championship, what am I gonna say? Because the fact of the matter is, yes, uh the Eagles are or every week feels like they are just teetering on that line of losing and winning. But at the same time, they are never losing those games. They have 
won 10 of those games out of the 11 they've played. And that, as much as we want to say, and it's frustrating, it really is, as much as we want to say, oh, they're not very good, and I don't think that they've been that oppressive, which is true, they are They are at the end of the day, EA, getting that W on on the board. And that, that, that in itself is impressive. No, and listen, I said like you can't again. fault somebody for winning ten games, and they might all be close games, but they're not going. They're not on the losing side of those. No, for sure. First off, I will say this: the Giants did win against the Vikings, Huzzah! but they did I was get correct. blown out by the Eagles. The next I'll say the next game was the bad one. Yeah, and and the, the, it just proves that the Giants might have not been what they were. They were just kind of g- getting through. Listen, I'm not saying the Eagles are a bad team. I'm not, I'm, but. It's funny because we are discounting the Cowboys because they have two bad losses, which is the one to the Eagles, one to the Niners, right, against quality opponents. But the Eagles are barely skating by some of the same opponents that the Cowboys have destroyed. No, that's true. And it's it's starting to show more now than ever. Right, and it's kind of funny that – the Eagles are ranked like the number one team in the league right now because of what they're doing. But the well, Cowboys because they have ten games on wins. right. Well, the, yeah. but it's only a two game difference really in the in the division standings. Sure, but it's it's and it, the, yet the Cowboys are well. Nope, you, we got to see what happens when you play. But the, it's, well, it didn't help that they got smoked by the 49ers. That's your and one they couldn't bad fi- loss. and they couldn't. That's figure, your only well, bad the bad loss. the real bad loss is Arizona. Yeah, but really you get smoked by the 49ers, and it was a game that you had said, "Oh, we're circling it." You know, this is the one that didn't look good. Yeah. And then the Eagles, you almost beat them, but the week before and the week after, it was like two completely different teams. And then when you pocket yourself into the Eagles game, you, you didn't have anything to show for it. I so will say that's this. why I think people I've... are holding that home. It's like, okay, the teams that you're gonna have to play on the playoffs, there, it's not the Panthers. And it's it's not the Reds that so oh, it's not the uh, Commanders and it's not I caught myself it's not those teams it is the 49ers it's the Eagles those are the t- it's the Seahawks maybe those are the teams you got to go against in the playoffs that you if you want to win a Super Bowl you got to beat so do it against those teams but if you're gonna give credit where credit is due the teams that they've had to be on that have been on their schedule that are not good. They are not making it close. It is leaving no doubt, and I will give them that. I will argue this, though. I think it catches up with you, the way they're going about it. They're they're playing at an unsustainable level. Well, it catches up with you until it doesn't. So, like, what happens if – that's what I'm saying. This is the TCU argument. It never caught up. Until the the national But they made the championship game. And whether – I mean, it did not – it was not good, but they were one of the last two teams playing in the college football season. Exactly. It actually never caught up. Do I think the Eagles will be fifteen to one or sixteen to one? I highly doubt it. Well, we'll see. But if they are, because here's it the never point. caught up to them until if they lose in the playoffs and if they make it to the Super Bowl, the final game was the only one that caught up to them. Or you know, so you just it's well, one of those things. Where I'm glad like, you brought that up yeah. because now the Cowboys okay, here their chances of catching up in the division now because the Eagles' schedule actually after this little gauntlet, quote unquote gauntlet they're on, uh, it actually it gets become like a cakewalk. Uh, they scary. have the Niners and the Cowboys and the Seahawks. Those are three normal games, but two out of their last three are against the the Giants, one of the worst teams in all of football. Very awful looking Giants. So yes. if you you look at the Eagles, they might get away with it in the regular season where they're going to run through it. See? I right now to me, your last chance of showing that the Eagles are, I guess, regular season quote unquote frauds. I guess is against the Niners. You you will see the real Eagles team uh, because the Niners. Are, when do they play? They play this weekend. Oh, this one. Okay. Yeah. 
Okay. Because they, yeah, you'll you will learn a lot. I'll get, yeah. Yes, I, you will. We were really the yes, Cowboys were really close to getting their dream scenario because if the Eagles had lost to the Bills in the Niners, like a lot of people thought they were going to do, and then the Cowboys beat them, the Cowboys had a cushion they would have taken the division uh, lead. And the Cowboys, if you look at it right now, Miami is not as tough as tough of a game they, as yeah, we, we thought it was. Uh, Bills surely isn't a tough game anymore. Uh, and then the Lions, the Lions don't look as tough anymore either. So three of your games in but the But they se- are teams that can beat you. I'm not saying they're of not, course. They're not Carolina. I, I, of course that. But right. what we're trying to say is that the, the Cowboys, things aren't as daunting as it was. Yeah, those games could have easily been the top seed in the AFC coupled with Miami, who would be leading their division no. I did by a, little- a mile. Like th- That could have been what it was, but it's not. Unfortunately, though, let's say the Eagles do lose to the Niners. And you beat the Eagles, the Cowboys. It doesn't matter. I did the playoff scenario. The Eagles threw tiebreakers because I think the Eagles are going to win out after the Cowboys. If the Eagles win out after the Cowboys, yeah, it's over. Uh, right? It's over. Pretty much, you uh, they they and they beat you on tiebreakers too because of that damn Arizona loss. God, that that's that's what's going to screw this up. It is, is that. So, and what I will say too about that Arizona loss, and hopefully, hopefully not another one later on in the year is that if the Eagles continue to win at that rate and it never catches up to them, on the Cowboys' side, you have to be very careful about dropping games or mistakenly dropping a game because now you're playing for a situation where you can only be in the wild card. And you don't want to screw yourself up to where if you lose accidentally lose one or two games, mm. you're out of the playoffs as I, a really good team. I don't think – okay, one thing I'll say this, I don't think that's going to happen. I think, the first off, you have the Commanders – you have the Commanders – you have the you have the uh, the commanders and the the bills and the lion the lions to me are not a tough team i think they're pretenders oh wow i really i'm sorry really? I, i'm not i'm is not that based off of the thanksgiving game it really is okay. because they kind of just laid an egg there and if this if it's just one game sure but the lions haven't been like world beaters in the last few weeks yeah. um i think that you know remember they escaped against uh, was it the commanders who was a who was that bad team oh, they they man. escaped uh, they came back. It was two weeks ago against yeah. the Cowboys. Were playing the Panthers. Hold on, I can't. It's off the top of my head. Dang it! Look. But regardless, they were down to a bad team, and then they made uh, they uh, came back at the last second and won. So, yeah. the, 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 to me, I think the Cowboys have a shot. They're still going to make the playoffs. I, I do think that. I'd be shocked if they didn't. But if you know, like if you accidentally slip up against the Bills and the Dolphins. Oh boy! But I'll say this: well, Bears, I the know Bears, that, and the, the Bears. Okay, yeah, yeah. The Bears was the thirty-one twenty-six win. The I will say, win. I will say this though for the Cowboys: I don't care if they have home field advantage. or Oh, not. I don't either. That doesn't However, matter. It would be nice because they're undefeated. Yes, but you know what matters? Beating good teams, because that's, that's all that matters. Just beat the Eagles in the playoffs, and you're set. So all I said was beat good teams. You gave me crap for it the past two weeks. Oh, yeah, because I like to give you crap. Oh, right. so oh, okay. So uh, so now you're. You guys rant about Skip Bayless all the time, yet you did exactly just Listen, that. Don't call me Skip Bayless. Well, man. you just did that. Anyway. You made you were making you were making an Skip argument Bayless. just right. to make an argument. Uh, as we wrap up, chilling with the cows, brought to you by a certain show on Sunday that I will not name now because they're in financial uh, ruin <laughs> right straight. now. Yeah, here's yeah. The, yeah, but uh, I was going to say this. Now that we know we we know where everything stands now, let me ask you this question: If the Cowboys 
go in at home and destroy the Seahawks. I'm talking about the same level that they've been yeah, beating like other a 20 teams. 20-point win? Would you rank the Cowboys in the top ech- echelon, whatever how you say echelon. it? Echelon. Echelon. Would you put them in the top tier of teams if they can destroy the Seahawks? Let's see. What, what, like, when you say top tier, are we going four, I mean, five? Top five. Top five? Oh, man. Um. Oh, let's see what we got here. If I go to my standings and I look at everything in the conference, are we talking about all of NFL or just let's do NFC in, because okay, it NFC. doesn't really matter about the AFC. Let's just do NFC. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Um, the Eagles, the Eagles, and the 49ers, I'd place above them basically just based off head to heads. At that point, you would only have really the only teams you'd be competing against would be the Lions, the Seahawks, the Vikings, and then it drops to the Falcons. So you're going to if they do if they beat the Seahawks they're your head to head and they beat them convincingly, you're going to say that they're better than the Lions? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So that would put them that's top 3 in the NFC. And I will tell and you quite this. honestly, 1 2 Do you think they're better than Jacksonville? Oh god, yes. Okay. They're so that frauds. would only lead Okay, then one more then. Do you think they're better than the Chiefs? Mm, yes. Okay. Okay. If we're gonna do that, then they're top four in the league at that they're point. Because you really only have Eagles, 49ers, Ravens, Chiefs, and Jaguars. Huh? They beat you at quarterback, but their receivers are atrocious. They can't catch. And so I, I'm sorry. I, I think that's gonna be the Chiefs' downfall this season. Yeah. Is that they they they're getting by because the AFC to me is really weak this year. I definitely think this is like as of right now, just looking at it, I do think that they're a top five team in the league, which is nice. But I I would love for them to be. A top two team, you know, with I was like, you know, what's that's funny? all that. That's you the next top. Hold on, but you mentioned that, right? The statistics say, and I'm talking right. about the, the top analytics, put the Cowboys ahead of both the Niners and the Eagles, especially in the top tiers. Yeah, the, well, they're true because they're the real indicator, the, the real right. statistic indicators that really determine how good a team really is, and not going off, you know, point differential, all that, blah blah blah. Yeah. They go by real, by EPA and offensive huh. EPA, defensive EPA, DVOA, all those real good statistics. The Cowboys are top three, regardless in the entire NFL. Right. So. What I'm trying to say is the Cowboys are a good team. They're, they're just not getting enough credit because of that bad San Francisco loss. The Eagles loss, I'm sorry. Everyone even saw that. That that game could have gone either way. Yeah. And I, I'm saying that's why that December, what is it, ninth game? Is that what it is? Tenth game, December 10th game against the Eagles at home. They have to win big. I would. I mean, if they if, if they can come in and they win by double digits, I, I, I'll come up here ten, and say, let's rock and roll. If they get a 10-point victory against the Eagles. Oh, yeah. I think everybody's everybody's ideology about this team changes because exactly. now you've basically you're, you've blown teams out and now you've avenged a loss to a team that was already kind of a close loss. You beat them by double digits. I think everybody would be like, okay, the Cowboys are con- are legit, con- like legit contenders now. They can beat the top teams and they school the little bad teams. That that would be nice. We'll see. I mean, it just keeps. Or can keeps we go by like my, the Eagles keep falling on their feet? But I have another. They theory. keep landing on their feet. I know the through why the Cowboys are winning. Uh, Dak is a daddy. Oh, he's amazing. No. He's a real daddy. Now. Oh yeah, yeah, you know what? You Breaking know, news: Dak yeah. Prescott's going to be a father. That's why they were moving to where they were moving to? Congratulations, happy couple. Maybe that's going to – he did kind of uh, in the uh, media stuff on, uh, I believe, Tuesday. Yeah. Uh, he was talking – or on Monday, he was talking about, oh, um, that's kind of one of the reasons why I've been playing so well. 
because I know That's about cool. yeah, which is great. He played I, great on Thanksgiving. He did. He plays. We've talked about this. He he plays really good football. A lot of the times for you, for people to be upset about. I think he makes some decisions that are poor sometimes, but overall, man, he's he's great. I mean, did three thirty one for four TDs. What are you gonna ask for one, more? He was just one away from tying Tony Romo's record. Uh, yeah, you know Tony Romo, Ring of Honor. So, yeah, he is. We'll see. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> anyway, um, that's all we can talk about with uh, chilling with the cows. We got to move on again. Sponsored by a certain show, we will not name. Until they fucking pay up. <laughs> anyway, um, we gonna go in there and like break their knees we might and have whatnot. To. Do like Sopranos full killers style. the flower moves. You know Sopranos? Sopranos. Yeah, we're gonna because uh, remember that scene of Sopranos. Hey, he's all nice. He goes, "Hey, come here," and he go. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> now I can't do it to Monty, but I'll do it to DJ. It's okay that we didn't. Is it okay that we just threatened somebody on the on the podcast? It's okay. They're, they're friends of ours. That's true. That's true. <laughs> Fair enough. All right. Now we got to go to our other favorite segment again. If you want to sponsor this one, go ahead and don't worry about us threatening our other sponsors. <laughs> <laughs> but talking popping. Love it. Talking popping. Pop pop pop. Talking popping. Pop. All right, guys. This is our pop culture segment. We're talking about movies, entertainment, everything that's going around in the world of entertainment. We love it. It's our favorite thing to do because you and I are both cinephiles. You might be a little more cinephile than I am. Thank you. Um, my little brother might be a little more cinephile than you than me. There you and, go. <laughs> and uh, I need to get him on the podcast to fight over the Marvels because you two <laughs> greatly said, What did he say about Brie Larson that had me all out of sorts? The character arc. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I was like, whoa. Yeah, uh, love you, Omar, but uh, might be a little <laughs> off with that one. But anyway, we do love movies, and uh, the end of November is here. Yes, that means December is here, and usually December is a very good. It's the what we call the Oscar part of the season. A lot of Oscar and level you get movies. Get your last remaining. Yeah. Right, they they all squeeze them in here, but it's also the family friendly. Time where Christmassy movies come right, out, right? The big Christmas release, right? Everybody it's always for. the family fun because that's what people like to do. At least they used to. Back in my day, what you do on Christmas Day, if you were bored or after Thanksgiving, you go to the movies. <laughs> I mean, we all, yeah. I mean, I'll, I'll it, never it's forget. It's not happening. Like, okay. Well, when did Lay Miz come out? Twelve um, or fourteen or something like that. We had to sit on the floor for that one. Like that's really? they used to be packed like that. You know, now How it's did you not. Get tickets and to the what? How'd you get inside the theater if? There were no seats. I don't remember how that happened. Wow. Well, I no, mean, it, I, don't worry. I'm a little confused I, too, but I don't remember how. I that remember happened. a Christmas. You know that Bollywood film *Ike the Tiger*, right? Yeah. When it first came out, uh, it was December or not, it was either that one or *Jump to Kid John*. But one of those, we we went during Christmas time. We had the whole family like all in town because we had a wedding or something, right? Right. And so we all were in town anyway. So we all went to the movies together, and it was fucking insane because I had to go make like multiple runs to the concession stands because we had to go get yeah, you're the runner one like one of two of them because <laughs> me and my cousin mo were like the you know eldest of the everybody yeah. so we had to make sure everybody got their stuff i got you so the kids got theirs and the older adults you know like our parents and stuff yeah. and grandparents they had to get theirs it's fun so going to movies on, but that's on the beauty Day. of december and christmas yeah. time the movie celebration well it's time it's here and creighton i don't know what to go watch I know of one movie. We'll talk about that, but I need you to get me hyped about the December schedule. What's that movie? What's that a movie's initial start with? Movies initial start with which one? The one you're talking about. You know you're gonna go. Oh, watch. a. If I, if I swear to God, if I see that trailer one more time, it's awesome. Though I'm so sick and tired of it. But it's awesome. 
I'm sick and tired of okay, it. Okay, but you know what's awesome? It's better than the first trailer that came out. That's true. That first one was rough. Too. Yeah, but this one is much better. Much better, I'll give you okay, that. Okay, but anyway, we'll talk um, about that one. But, uh, give me some other movies. So this is a fun month. This is, we, got, we got some interesting movies. Is Oppenheimer that, 2 coming out? Yes. Christopher Nolan is like, <laughs> you know what? We're going to continue the story of Oppie and his old Oppenheimer age. rises. I know. We're going to, you know, Oppenheimer and Einstein's relationship after the bomb. 20 years later. Yes, you know? I love it. Let's do it. Uh, oh, man, that'd be so... I was just thinking about Oppenheimer the other day. It's just... It's a great movie. That's crazy how that happened. Did you yeah. buy it yet? You know what's so weird? Yes, I got the still book, which is actually one of the very few like limited edition still books that are like at high in demand that I'm able to like so, cash in on. Is it a Blu-ray? Still book? Yeah, the still book is is just the casing, we call but it. But you have a blue book. I have the four, Yeah, the 4K Ultra Blu-ray. Do you have a Blu-ray player? Yeah, a 4K Blu-ray player. I believe it's region Cuba free. Baldi. I believe it's region free too. Oh, region Which, free. Yeah, yeah, you know what that is. Yeah, I don't know yeah. exactly why, but like, if you have a DVD that's a certain region, it can't play. Yeah, other you regions. can't play like, European stuff and everything. So Which sucks because like some of the best still books come from Europe, so you have to get a region. Free All right, one. so so what's, but what's on the list. Oh, uh, before you were saying that, it's like one. Of, it's the only movie Oppenheimer this year. Like, not even to your credit. Like, this will make you feel bad. Not even Barbie was like this. Oppenheimer is the only like only movie I've seen this year that sold out in regular Blu-ray and regular 4K. Like not Stillbook limited edition casing, just the regular movie you can go and just get off the shelf. Sold out in all of that. Well, I never I have never in my movie collecting years of over 12 years, I've never seen you know that. Why? Cuz Nolan told people to do that. I mean, it's that and to like I credit that's what Martin said. I credit him for that because that's exactly what needs to happen. So Congrats to you, Christopher Nolan. EA thinks I hate you when, in fact, I actually adore you and have all your movies. Well, Anyways, you said Barbie was a better film for some I did, reason. I did not ever once say that in my in my entire time. I did never once said that. I said it was a good film. Stars won. Overrated. Um, what? Well, it's not overrated. All right, EA. Uh, like I said, a lot of fun movies coming up here. December 1st just kicks off with a bang. I don't think you're going to go see this movie, but do you know what I'm talking about when I say Renaissance? Do you? Leonardo da Vinci? No. Not even close. Okay. Queen B is coming to the big screen. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw a lot of it. That's right. The response to Taylor Swift Eras Tour, Beyonce, is coming out with her own Renaissance, which is the tour she's doing right now. But the fun part about this one is that it seems like it's going to be behind-the-scenes stuff, too, which the Eras Tour movie did not do that. It was just a concert film. This one looks to be behind-the-scenes and the making of Renaissance, the tour, and everything. So that's coming on December 1st. You're not going to go see that? Listen, listen I, I think beyond it, Beyonce is spectacular. I think she's great, one of the greatest uh, singers of all time. Yeah. I also think she's a great performer. She's gorgeous, drop-dead gorgeous. Um, I also think, though, I haven't liked any of her music since, like, 2010. So oh, That was a good album back in those days. Yeah. The fun thing about this album is that it is very housey. It's a very electronic made album. Oh, so like I'm all in. So is it kind of like my electronic, like the nineties? No. Oh, okay, then new stuff. The new house. No Armin Van Buren. Not the old stuff, no. Not not that old not Armin. David, no. New Armin, sure. Not like uh saved the DJ saved my life. Yeah, no, none of that. Oh, okay. Very house stuff, very John Summit. You don't know that name. Um she won. She ended up, you know, being nominated for for uh a, a Grammy in the electronic category, which well, is really funny. But, anyways, that's coming on December first. I will be there. Really excited because I think it's going to be a very artistic film. Beyonce usually puts out. Have you ever seen Homecoming on Netflix? No. She puts out. Where's it? Disney Plus. Regardless, she puts out really good artistic films. Next up is The Boy and the Heron. Do you know this one? 
No. Okay. So, you know Studio Ghibli? Oh, fuck off. No. Oh, no, what? No? No. I hate but, uh, that whole studio. But do you know, like, okay, so, wait, why? Yeah. I, Whoa, I, so I didn't know this was coming. I am, Every time I see one of their movies, I just want to punch them in their face. My Neighbor Totoro. Oh, my, oh my God. There's just the Kiki nope. or Spirited Away or whatever. Spirited Away, which is, like, the, like right, one no, of the greatest so ever. stupid. The whole Hell's animation Castle, that, none of that? No, Ponyo. Okay, so, why? No offense, Wait, I'm confused no on offense. why you don't like it so much. That was a reaction. So kiddish. I don't know what it is about it. I just want to freaking strangle it. I don't <laughs> like it. It just, oh, get it away from me. Well, Hayao Miyazaki, this is supposed to be his last film ever. I don't think it's going Good. to be. Make it his last I don't film think ever. it's going to be because apparently he's already in the lab making the next one. But this was that was supposed to be the point of this one, was that The Boy and the Heron was going to be his final film, his last send-off farewell goodbye and I've heard people try to campaign for it to be a Best Picture nominee, it which is, won't happen. But it, it, it is I hear it's really good. No, these films are just terrible. They're, I didn't know you had that kind of reaction I'm sorry. towards I just hate those films. I, really? I don't know why. I can't even explain why. I hate you don't like any of that anime stuff. No. Have you ever watched? I hate anime in general. Oh, okay. Yu-Gi-Oh! is the only one I can tolerate. Okay, well, that's respectable. That's yeah. a good one. So, okay, never mind that. I thought you might be like, ah, maybe. But nope, <laughs> that was a bigger reaction than I thought. So the, one of the big behemoths coming out on December 8th, Poor Things, which you probably won't see. It's Emma Stone, William okay, Defoe. Okay. You know about this? No, but explain. Uh, okay, so William, it's basically like a Frankenstein. William Defoe makes Emma Stone's character in a lab, and she learns. It's all about her learning the ways of the world, like how to be a human. And it's your girl's land the most, right? Like multiple times. Say what? Haven't they made this movie multiple times? What are you referring to? Like, like which the one, idea which of one creating comes to your a head? perfect girl. Is there one that comes to your head? I don't know uh, if it's a perfect girl, but... Wasn't um, like weird science and all that crap? Oh, I see what you're saying. Kind of, but this is more. This is way more artsy. And then like, also Jack Skeleton's girlfriend wasn't like, oh, like that. Oh, sure, yeah. Uh, fair. Eurosanthemos, this, this was like one of the major darlings of festival season. This won a lot of awards. Most likely is going to win Emma Stone her second Oscar before she turns 40. Yeah, I'm which already going to X this out. Oh, really? So no, which is remarkable. Enough. And uh, we'll see what happens. This is probably a top three Oscar contender uh, for Best Picture. So it, it, it is. People have been circling it for a while, and it won tons of awards. It won't win. No, I don't think it will. But I do think Emma Stone possibly will nope. win. And what? What do you mean no? Oppenheimer. That's a movie. Emma Stone is a, as an actor. Yeah, she's not gonna. You know who's gonna win? Who? Emily Blunt. That would be supporting. Yeah, she'll be in lead. We need a. We ha, we need. A, we don't have a lead with females. So she'll be in supporting. No, who would? No, they be, don't have a lead. Oh, okay. You so, can do that. Yeah, that's oh, a thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah I she'll think be you had to bring one in there. No, you don't. She'll be no. a supporting. Okay, fine. Yeah, yeah. And if she was in the movie, probably like thirty more minutes, she'd probably have a lead. But no. Anyways, four things. I'll be there front center first time it comes out. I'm of so excited for that movie. Of course you would. Eileen, a movie you have no idea about. But fun thing about this is it got dropped, and then somebody had to buy it back, and now it's finally releasing. Nobody wanted to touch it. It's apparent, I don't know. It, it. I don't know. I've re- not read the reviews, but nobody would buy this movie. It's an Anne Hathaway starring movie. So, no? No, you just out? because. It's does... a psychological thriller for what it's Oh, worth. I love those. Okay, there you go. And it's it's based in the 60s. Um she works at a prison. I know that much. Oh no! Let me see what else it says on here. Oh yeah, yeah. It's. I mean, yeah. It, it, it's just about. I. You know. She kind of goes crazy a little bit. But 
Okay, well, we might. That, that's, okay, there you that's go. That's a streaming. That's it, a streaming. Yeah. Um. A, so one of the one of the bigger, I think, commercial releases that actually I've heard is not the worst in the world. As I did not think this would. I did not think many people would get it, or it would be received light. Light. I mean, I didn't think it'd be received very well. Um. Wonka on December fifteenth. I'm in. I hear it's not too bad. I'm in. Listen, Timothy, and that makes me excited because if it's not too bad, listen, Timothy oh. Chalamet. Aside from making a very boring Dune film, okay. um, I bought that movie the other day for Black Friday too. Yeah, it's, it's, that's a waste. Um, <laughs> okay, I, I mean, unless you have like a sleep sleep problem, then it, sure, it's gonna help. <laughs> uh, but no, I can't wait because I think that this movie is gonna uh, re give us. A, I love the idea to change of the whole Willy Wonka thing. Right. I hated the Charlie and the Chocolate Factory with Johnny that's, Depp. Yeah, that one. That one's rough. And so what that I want to see is, and I like the original Willy Wonka. I love Gene Wilder and that. That was a great, it's classic. Yeah, Everybody loves it. So I want to see Wonka in this one. And again, it's a perfect family movie that you can bring your whole family to. The little kids can go. I can take my little brother to it. So I'm I'm a okay, okay. with Wonka. I think after reading the reviews the past few days when it started to come to the- You already got reviews a month in advance or two weeks in advance. Yeah. You're, you're, you're doing good. No, and quite honestly, I thought the reviews would come out and they'd be like, this is silly. And quite and like, I'm kind of shocked that some, plenty of people are saying like, it's very charming. Timothy Chalamet, who I'm not shocked is, he's an amazing actor and he's one of the best right now in the industry. People said he's awesome. He's really good. I mean, it's not going to come anything, but he's great in the movie. They said it's a lot of fun and it's really heartwarming. And I honestly did not think that would come out. I want to say this as a side note. Okay. You know that new uh, Cologne commercial he's in? Yeah. Okay, black so, and white one. Yeah. And that's directed by Martin Scorsese. Uh, Can I ask you a question? What difference? I swear I could do the same thing in that commercial and direct it that Scorsese did. There's nothing in the commercial that adds anything to where you need like a big ass director for that. It's just. Well, David Fincher used to do. Music videos. Well, I understand that, but my point is, like, they made a big deal that Scorsese directed this, right? And I am sure that there was stuff all, that looks better I, because he's behind. No, that. listen. All <laughs> it is is him looking up. Okay. And then he looks to the side. I don't know if it's that simple. He looks to the other side. He looks back down. And went back back up again. I could do the same thing. Okay. And it would well. have been the same thing. All they do is add some fucking retro ass music in the background. And that's it. And then at the end, it's like, Calvin Klein. Blah, 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 blah. Like all those fucking colors. Well, you know, when you make They're some all of the- similar. They're all similar. And it's just Tim Lee Chalamet looking up and looking back down. That's when, it. When you make some of the most impactful cinema in the, his- in the history well, of was, the world, no. you get to make a cologne commercial any way you want to. Well, as as Scor- simple as it might be. Maybe Scorsese needs to focus more on mob films than com- uh, cologne commercials. Okay. okay. Well, anywho. So Wonka, I think, yeah, is actually going to be a surprise. Yeah, in. which I'm excited for. The fact I did not think it would be that great, but I'm hearing good things about it, and that excites me. All right, going to the movie that we were just talking about that for some reason we kept in secret that I'm sure we will be discussing in length on this podcast for better or for worse. Who knows which way it will go because this is what happens in this studio. Aquaman and the Lost Kingdom, December yes! 22nd. A massive, massive IP, massive commercial film that I assume billion dollars. They're hoping we'll get to market. a billion dollars. Yeah, market not only a billion, it's gonna get two billion. No, it won't. Is it? <laughs> but not only is it, you know, the biggest point of this movie, I think, is yeah, you get the return of Momoa and also the character of Aquaman. But it is the final 
installment in the DCEU. I'm surprised. And I think, quite that. honestly, a lot of people are excited about that, that it's gone. No, I'm surprised that... The first one. There we go. Uh, I'm surprised he mentioned that, that it was going to be the last one. I'm surprised that Gunn let that happen, but I guess they're ready to just move on. Well, I think he needed to draw a line in the sand. Yeah. When the, I think he was like, okay, this is us, and that is them. Well, but he, <laughs> that's funny because Gunn also said that Blue Beetle is going to be transferring over. Well, that's what like, I told you is if the movie, if people like the movie and it does okay, I think that they're going to be like, oh, you know what? Maybe Aquaman. They're going to make this damn multiverse timeline thing to where, but you know what? Okay, so here, before we get into Aquaman, yeah. slide note. So we, we already understood that the Flash was supposed to be the, the thing that changed everything, right? right? But when they start Superman, which is supposed to be the first film we see, everything, right? World, Are yeah. they going to explain something about the old thing or no? Quite honestly, I don't think they will. I Which quite is, honestly think that it will be completely so why, forgotten. Why bring that up? Why? I just think I just think he's like, hey, if this movie, I think it's to save their butts. Hey, if this movie sucks, just know that it's not going to be with us. This no, is no, what no, these guys right, do. Right, right. So the Flash, no, but the whole idea was the Flash right. was going to reset everything. Right. So why? What movie so far has so far Blue Beetle and Aquaman? So far Aquaman, we don't know, but so far those two films don't mention any kind of reset. So no, I think the, the next, re, I think the reset is, is we're finished we're we're closing the chapter right. and we're going so to a new DC. It's just implied that everything's reset. Yeah, there's not going to be like some storyline of the new DC. No, 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 no. Where no. Superman's like, huh? He he looks like Henry Cavill right. at first, right? And then he just transforms. No, no, no. I think the reset is we're done with the crappy DC. I'm coming in and making a new thing. Okay. Well, and I will say this though is that I guarantee you that if Aquaman does your two billion dollars. It'll find its way in there. Well, I don't know. Yeah. He did say that he's going to be something else in DC, which, of course, which is he's hinting as Lobo. Because Jason Momoa is a very good actor, and people uh, love him. He's charismatic as hell. Yeah, he's very fun, and people love him. Yes. He, you know what he reminds me of? Travis Kelsey. Yeah, I'll give you that. They're big dudes with just, you know, that smile, and they're charismatic, and people want to be around him. Did you watch his SNL hosting? Yeah, he's good, man. He was cool. He's fun. Did you see the one where the Casper <laughs> one? Yeah. That one killed me. And he's a massive Metallica fan, which is awesome. That's And I, I respect like, I, anybody that's a celebrity that is willing to get into the pits. He got into the pits, man. I think Metallica's highly overrated, but thank you for that. I mean, they're um, just the greatest metal band of all no, time, but that's I not, mean, not here not. or there. Maybe like I Zeppelin. think that this movie is actually going to be pretty, like, okay, um, I don't know. I and if it sucks, I still think it'll generate it a fair suck. amount of money. It won't suck. I doubt it will suck. You know why? Yeah. You got first of all, Amber Heard's not going to be in it, right? She, <laughs> you can tell so far she's been eliminated from all the trailers. Basically, has not I worked think she's at dead. all. I yeah. think she dies. In she the has film. not worked at all. Second of all, I think that the idea of that Black Manta stealing the baby, when you take babies and put them in harm's way, people are intrigued. Right. I um, I do think that Yaya's performance has to go well as Black Manta. He will though. He did good in the Because first I do role. I do think the trailer makes it a little cheesy, but I don't think that's how the player's gonna is going to play no. out. I think he's trust me. Oh number two. Man. Oh my god. Man. Number two. Damn. Number two in five minutes. Uh you got me people. Anyway, I think he's gonna oh, be a little more evil it. and I think it's gonna be awesome. I'm more excited about it now as it's coming up than I was about a month ago. Yeah. Me or two too. months ago. I'm actually uh, willing I'm looking forward to it. Now it's gonna have those st- now to reach a billion dollars, even if it's like the most fantastic film ever, it's gonna have competition. So what else is coming out around that? Migration. <laughs> what is that? Same day. Oh, that's the one with the birds and they migrate. It's the Illumination next film. Oh, the next yeah, Illumination yeah. film. Yeah, that's gonna get killed. 
You're right, but I think it'll be a lot of fun. No, I love the, no, Illumi no, no, the Illumination do. Studio. I actually thoroughly enjoy. Actually, no, I love their their comedy. I think it's the, like the Grinch Illumination. I love those movies. First like, of all, the Grinch one sucked. Oh, no, that's great. The I, Rise of Gru sucked. I love Illumination the minion, and everything they Outside do. of Minions. Minions Secret suck. Life of Pets. Like, no, I love I those. They're all right. Like those movies are fun. So that, the migration, the trailer did look funny. So I'm, I might be that. That probably be a secondary thing of that day. If Aquaman does not like, I, I would, I would honestly be shocked. But if it didn't, if it was not the number one movie in the world during that week, it'd be kind of weird. But yeah. it, it will be. There's, there's no doubt in my mind. Uh, but coming up with it is also a movie that is just had its release. EA, uh, a couple weeks ago, I think actually last week in Dallas of all things, The Iron Claw. Starring Zac Efron, which, how, how are you on Zac Efron? I love Zac Efron. I think Zac Efron's a great actor. Good looking dude. I think he's great. And also Jeremy Allen White from The Bear, who everybody loves. And one of the things I'm hearing is that Jeremy Allen White might end up sneaking in the supporting actor nomination for no, The, for the Iron Claw. He's a great He's great. And when he ramps it up, Ooh. whoa. When he can like when he ramps it up, he is one of the best at delivering scenes. It is it is mind-boggling how good he can be. The Iron Claw obviously is about the wrestling family. If you do you know anything about the Iron Claw? Yeah, I know about the 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 Von Erichs. Yeah, yeah, it was to say the Von Erichs are the family that is being portrayed, and about how the whole family is basically a wrestling family. It is an eight twenty four film, which. You should never scoff at any A twenty four film if they're if they're attached to this to the the movie. Usually, good things happen. I've heard a lot of people love this movie. It had a great uh, premiere in Dallas. Right, they did it at the. Uh, I think they did it at the Granada. Oh, okay. I think they did it there. Now this is going to be. I could not wide get it. Release, it was invite only. But it was wide release in December. It, oh, December twenty second, same okay. day as Aquaman. This is all so, the same day. What else is next around that time? So another movie that I'm excited for. God, I'm gonna have to see like three movies a day. Anyone but you. Do you know anything about this movie? No, you're just saying words to me. It now. is the. It this is uh, the feature film that many people have been waiting for because it is the on-screen relationship between Sydney Sweeney and Glenn Powell. They are the two. But it's about them in reality. No, no, oh. no. They're just playing lead one and lead two. Oh. She's, I'm already, it's, a ro it's, a, it's a rom-com. It's rom-com. Rom -com. Hold on. Can it, I just tell you right now? What? I'm in. Thank you. Because of Sydney Sweeney. Oh, she, and there. This is this is kind of like her movie to like finally break out and be the movie star more so than she had reality in HBO oh, that did really great. And now this Euphoria. is kind of like her feature film debut. What? Euphoria. Well, yeah, but it's a TV show. Uh, stop. Stop. She's she's amazing. Euphoria. But now we're doing feature film. Until Euphoria get, gets back. Get naked? All right. No. I, Why not? I, probably so. I don't know. But she got Glenn naked Powell, in Euphoria. Sydney Sweeney, the, the synopsis of this is that they're pretending to be uh, dating in order to make Glenn Powell's character's ex jealous, and, or her ex jealous, and Glenn Powell's person that she's trying to get with, he's trying to get with jealous. Yeah. Okay. Here's where I'm, you just, okay. I hope the movie is funny because that sounds like a <laughs> very old trope. Like that sounds like my oh, best yeah, that's friend. Like an old this sounds idea. exactly like my best friend's wedding. A little, yeah, it's a little bit. Yeah, yeah they've know? done that movie a hundred thousand. But um, the whole idea of this is you finally get Sydney and Glenn together, like, and they've had it. history. So uh, okay, uh, that's uh, what everyone's we waiting. Gotta for. wrap it up. There is one movie that you haven't mentioned that I'm excited to see. The Color Purple. No, Christmas movie. No, December twenty fifth. Donkey. 
25th, Curl the Color Purple. You're not going to, I'm really talking about a movie here and you're just dismissing me. Many people are holding out the 10th spot in the Oscar race for the Color Purple to see if it works Nobody out. Nobody was going to watch the Color Purple. It will, I'm going to go see it. I, you you don't want to watch Dunky? I'm going to go see it. I'm going to go see the Color Purple. Why are you ignoring when I what? say it? Like, that's really pissing me off right now. No, Dunky's going to be. You, you don't know what that is. I'm saying, keep. you have yet to take me to a Bollywood movie. You know that's a Bollywood film? I assume because you're talking about it is. Is it not? Yes. Thank you. Jada Khan led movie. Okay? Right. By the way, we still got to do the live stream of you watching DDLJ. No, I'm going to. You think I'm going to hate those movies? I'm not going to hate well, them. Well, Dunky's going to come out December 21st. I'm down for well, that. Well, we can go see that. And then Michael Mann's Ferrari. I'm you down for go that. see Michael Mann's Ferrari? Is it like Ford versus Ferrari? In terms of like the racing scenes? Yeah. Yeah, I heard okay. they, I've heard they rip. They rip right. really good. Who's in it? Who's the actor? It's Adam Driver. And I've heard mm. mixed takes on his Italian accent, but regardless, I think he's one of the I best. I like Adam Driver. I think he's one of the best actors we have right now. He's awesome. Uh, I don't know. No, I think he's great. He and terrible. he's going to end up winning an Oscar. He was terrible not too as long. Kylo Ren, but. No, he wasn't. He's going to end up winning an yes, Oscar. Yes, he not too was. Long. Don't even yeah. freaking make up stuff. He was terrible. All right. Well, that's talking so. popping. Uh, we got to move on and get ready for the college football playoff. But I will say this that Creighton. Uh, is about to get his movie uh, movie uh, mojo going because he. Got, oh, I'm so excited! By the way, how how where are you right now on your movies God, this year? At, I think I'm at eighty something right. And now. you had to get to hundred by the end of the year. Yeah, but I got four more this week. You're fucked. What? You're fucked. Why? You're not gonna make it. I got four more this week. I, I'm I have to see four more this week. Twenty bucks that you won't make it. No, because no, I'm not gonna do that. Why? Because this is for myself, not for you. I don't care. 20 bucks, you don't make it. No, because there is a chance I don't make it. I'm yeah, not saying that. And I'm telling you right now, I bet 20 bucks is not going to happen. But I have four more this week that I got to do, and then I have the rest of December, You're which done. I just You're done. laid out 12 movies there. You're done. All right. All right. Well, college football playoff. I know Creighton right now, you are in uh, pins and needles right now because your school might not get into the playoff. You uh, are playoff. too. We just I, had this discussion. What are you talking about? I don't know if your wrong. best days are when Texas doesn't do good. So you're on pins and needles too. I honestly, okay, listen, I I will be real with you. I am rooting for you guys to get in. So you can claim the Big Twelve? No, because you better not. No, after everything. What do you mean claim the Big Twelve? We can't claim it if because we all you guys did was like get out. It was, and then Brett, your remark goes. It was important for us to get OU and Texas out of year early. That I was like, I'm pretty sure that was important for you too. Listen, and then he goes, let's, let's by the real. way. Joey, I'm going to be at Thanksgiving, and you better take care of business like you did in Lubbock last year. Thank you year. for repeating okay? exactly what happened. I'm just Listen, saying. you butt hurt. So, so all fan. you do is just disown Texas Listen, and Oklahoma. But if Texas gets in, you're going to be stop like, oh, Big 12's in the playoff. Stop being butt hurt, all right, over the stupid comments that the commissioner made, all those things. I'm not butt hurt anymore. Butt, Listen, you. it's a butt hurt on a marathon because he was butt hurt that you guys were leaving, okay? All right, so we're all past it. What I'm trying to say is, better if the Longhorns are in the conversation Thank you. locally because we'll that. have something to root for. Oh, because, okay. Because there will be like, there's a see. local there's a local news story there. Right. When the other three schools, we I, I, like, I have no connection to either Georgia or Florida State or <laughs> even um, uh, Michigan. I, I think it's better if Texas is in. But I would agree. it be hilarious if they also did not get in? After you talked so much shit. I didn't talk the, crap about after the After the tech loss. I didn't talk crap about the playoff. It doesn't matter. What did I talk about? It doesn't matter. What was the play? What was the, what was the, what it doesn't matter. It still would be hilarious. That's what I thought. Yeah. See, you're already like caging yourself. No, no, dog. You just get, you just guys get so happy 
when Texas does why that. Be a, I've real, never once said. Why don't you be one of those real Longhorn fans that are just excited that like we know we're going to win? I am excited. Why can't you be like that? I am excited. You're not. What are you talking about? Eleven you, you wins already, is great. You already feel. You already. You already put it in you know the you, fact you, you, that you think you're going to lose against Oklahoma State. You already, say, when you already, did I say that? You were like, when just, did I say that? You're just putting the feeling out there, oh, like, oh, okay. it's okay if we lose. Well, I don't think we're going to lose to Oklahoma State. So there you go. Well, we'll see. So there, that's out on the record. I don't as think we they're going to lose again. This is Tuesday night as we record this, so who knows what's going to happen when you when you listen to it? Hopefully, when you're listening to it, something amazing happened for the Big Twelve. That's right. Yeah, because like you guys' best day. All right, so let's talk about the thing. The recent college football playoff committee rankings came out. At number one, go ahead. Number one, Georgia. Georgia's number one. Number two is the great state of Michigan and (laughs) those Wolverines. That's right. Jim Harbaugh is back. Great. He's going to cheat again somehow. Uh, I would, too, if they're going to spend me three games. At number three is, I believe, Washington. That's correct. The University of Washington Huskies. And at number four is the greatness known as the Florida State Seminoles. Uh, Dion's former thread. school. Dion's former school from a way long time ago. That's right. He went to he went to Florida State. A long time ago. Uh, at number five is the Oregon Ducks mm-hmm. or Oregon. Okay. And at number six, the Ohio State Buckeyes. Correct. Unfortunately, at number seven, the University of Texas Longhorns. It's unfortunate at seven. What's fortunate about being well, number seven? Well, because at number seven, it's very, you know, you have a lot of obstacles in front of you to get Not into the really. playoff. Well, you think that. See, this is what Texas fans think. That there's a lot of, there's not really obstacles. Nah, you know we're, we're already secured. Lay it out for me, then. Okay. If there's obstacles, lay it out for me. I mean, there is. You no, no, to, you just said there's obstacles. Go for Florida it. State Go wins, you're fucked. Duh. So, yes, the undefeated team stay undefeated. Yeah. I got that. Yeah. That's Alabama. it. Oh, so one obstacle. Okay, then Alabama's another obstacle. What's that obstacle? Because they're well, behind us for the Well, if Alabama, I don't know, because if Alabama beats Georgia, there's chaos, and there's a good How chance How is there that, chaos? Well, I think that. The because they, they have yet in. to say that Texas is, Texas is worse than Alabama. They have literally every week have consistently ranked Alabama below Texas. What if they beat and they win the SEC championship game? Sure, and we win and beat the Big Are you assuming we're going to win the Big 12? Yes. Okay, we're then, that. yeah, there's nothing to show that they're going to put Texas and it's really? ahead. By the way. Hold on. But, no. But wait, hold on. If Alabama beats Georgia, the, right. the big dog, Georgia, in yeah. the SEC championship game, don't you think the committee is like, damn, that's pretty impressive. Yeah, you know, it would be really funny, too, if Texas and Alabama played each other. They did. wonder what happened there. I don't think they'll look into that, though. Oh, so, so, now you're not, so now for you, wins and losses don't matter. That's where you're at. So wins and losses don't matter. Well, I'm trying to put the no, devil's no, no. advocate here you, for no, the committee. That, that would, make, the committee, that would mean wins and losses great, don't great, matter. Great. You admit the committee's kind of wacky sometimes in, in terms of who they pick in. You know, like they, they, they decide. When it comes to, like, undefeated teams and the teams that have the same rec, like the same kind of resume, but not oh, teams why that Why is your not, eyes, like, blinking? Like not teams that beat another team that's right below them. I'm just saying. You never know. Again, if Alabama do, does beat Georgia. Do wins or losses matter? They should. No, do they? They do. Okay, then okay. that's that's that. It doesn't matter. So Texas wins, Alabama right wins. So let me that, ask you right now. How at a percentage wise, if if you beat Oklahoma State, yeah, what, what's your confidence level of them making the playoffs? Well, someone has to lose. I'm asking you what's your percentage of confidence. I feel good that or- that Florida State will lose, but I'm not positive. I feel good that Oregon will beat Washington, but I'm not positive. Now let me ask you this. Does it matter what happens in the Pac-12, really? Because either way, yeah, I do think it matters. 
So wait, so let's say Washington does beat. Let's say they have an upset. Let's say Oregon. Oh, Oregon they, beats and, Washington. No, no. Let's say Washington beats Oregon. Oh, that's not an upset. Well, because Washington's ranked. But Oregon, higher. I know, but Oregon's still ranked. Oh, you talking about the spread? Sure. Yeah, the yeah. spread is. I mean, yeah, but if Washington wins, they're undefeated. It doesn't matter. The, okay, but they get in, and so sure, Oregon's are undefeated. Yeah, and Florida. Uh, but let's say Florida State. Which which <laughs> look at this guy? What? Not that continue. What? No, you're just trying so hard to discredit. When I'm you don't asking have questions. No, and you're just going. being like an asshole. No, I am not. Yeah. No, because you went. You were gonna do the Washington debate, and I said that's impossible because Washington's undefeated one way or the other. If they win out, they're that. No, no. So in. let's say Washington wins against Oregon. Sure, they're in. Okay, and then Florida State loses. Sure, Louisville's. Okay. Uh, okay. You know, beat them. I got okay. that. Okay. So then, does Oregon jump ahead of you guys? No, because they don't have a conference championship. What are you talking about? Does conference championship matter that yeah, much? Yeah, dog, it matters because Oregon dog. wouldn't have one and Texas would. <laughs> what are you talking about? Call me dog. Like a hey, dog. I've been calling you dog the whole entire time. No, you haven't. So, okay. that's So what you're saying is Washington wins. Oregon is now a two-loss team mm-hmm. with no conference champion. Florida State loses a one-loss team with no conference champion. And then you have Texas sitting there with a conference championship and one loss. You Longhorn fans really What are you in? talking about? I don't know. I'm looking at a lot of things on Twitter. You were about to say that Longhorn, two loss oh, no. Oregon's going to get but there in. Are a lot that of Longhorn, so there are a lot of Longhorn fans on Twitter even. They're saying we're fucked the way the committee has already presented it away, especially what after way? today's rankings came out today. What way? The way that they're, that Texas is not going to be able to get in. How How's that? How is that? How so? They, they feel unlikely. No, no, no. Well, no. What's the, why, why can't they get in based off the rankings? Today? Because the, the only way – because, again, I guess the only way you think of it is that Florida State loses. That's your only shot. If any Oregon is also in that boat, Oregon can't get in. What about Ohio was, State? They can't get in either. So, not, so you're, bro. You're, those four teams at the top are undefeated. Nobody outside of four is going to get in if everybody wins. Duh. Yeah, I got that. What part. are you talking about? So for the final, let's say Florida State loses. Sure. For that final spot, you really think that it depends? Do you don't think that maybe FSU loses? Let me write yeah. this down for you real quick. Okay, okay. FSU loses. All right. All right, so that would make them. I can't freaking change my. There we go. All right, FSU loses. That makes them twelve and one. Continue. Okay, twelve and 12 one, one. No wow. conference championship. Got Continue. It. Let's say then at the time Alabama beats. Oh, uh, Georgia. Sure. Okay, that Good. makes them officially twelve and one with a conference championship. Alabama. Continue. Yep. Yeah. Continue. Then Texas wins against Oklahoma State. That makes Texas twelve and one with a conference championship. Okay. Then you have Oregon with the two losses. <laughs> two eleven and two, no conference championship. So they're gone. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, I know. You figured out your error your ways. Continue. I did. So it must be the yeah, other that's way. That's what I thought. All right, so then you got Oregon if they win. <laughs> so if Oregon wins, so now the, you're back to Oregon winning. Yeah. Okay, Oregon. Twelve well, and great, one. You know what? You know, I don't. I don't need you to be snarky <laughs> about this. I don't need you to be snarky about this. What? We can end the show right now. Oh, oh, you're done? No, because that's. I don't. Don't need you to be snarky about. I'm it. not being snarky. No, I don't see. I don't like Longhorn Creighton. No, I'm not being snarky. Because you are. You're just. No, being, I'm trying no, to be a little advocate here. No. I still think you. I really do think you have a good shot. No, 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 no. Continue. No, Oregon. No, no, no. no, Oregon. I don't want to play your game. Oh, here, I'll help you out. Oregon beats Washington. There you go. Twelve and one. Conference champion. Okay. 
There you go. Yeah. And then, of course, I would assume you would have Ohio State, correct? Mm-hmm. Who will be 11-1, and no conference champion. Mm-hmm. All right. So, therefore, you have a Texas team who is a conference champion at 12-1. and That okay. negates Florida State because they are not a conference championship. Okay, champion. All right. That negates Ohio State at 11-1 and because they didn't even play for one. Okay. Texas has... Every statistical category better than Oregon. Strength the record, strength the schedule. They play that, so that takes them out. And then, oh, look at that! Texas and Alabama. It'd be funny if they played each other. Oh wait, they did. And not only did they play, Texas beat them by double digits. That takes them out too. All right. So, tell me if I'm crazy for this. What if the committee says, okay, we look at that Alabama win over Georgia, and because they think the SEC is just a better competition. And that they think that Georgia was the better competition that they think don't matter that in because Texas only played Oklahoma State, but all uh, Alabama beat Georgia, who was ranked number one, and and in the SEC championship game. Don't you think that the committee might be like, we're gonna sneak Alabama in there? So then, so then wins and losses don't matter. It could, they don't I mean, matter. Yeah, sometimes they, they, they do. They don't matter. Sometimes they do. Sometimes they don't. Oh, it so depends, some, so, it depends so on now, what the So now thinking. it doesn't matter. So now you're, what you're saying is, oh, it doesn't matter if you win or lose or what's on your record. It just matters if we like you or not. Now you're getting to my point. Oh, my God. I love how I, I, I'll, I'll give it to you. You are trying. Okay. And I'm not trying. I'm trying to tell you the truth. What? Sometimes you get fucked over. In what way? I think your guys are going to get fucked over. Why is that? Because the committee doesn't want Texas. This is another week in a row that kept Texas at seventh that they shouldn't have. I'm trying to Why tell you. Why is Texas at seven? Why is Texas at seven? Why? I'm asking you, Do Mr. Either. Longhorn fan. So listen. So I'm assuming that you're referring to Texas not being ranked over Oregon, Ohio State, correct? You should be. No, no. I'm, is that what it is? Yeah. I'm, I'm assuming that's what it is. Okay. Out of those three teams, Oregon, Ohio State, and Texas, do either of those three have conference championships yet? No. Therefore, there you go. That's the Texas why. doesn't either. That's what I'm saying is that you're not going to rank them higher based off of not having one yet. So Once think- the dust settles, then that's when you have a- – I don't know why you think Ohio State's going to get in. They're out. They're not playing for a conference championship. I mean, they're not. So they'd be done. At that point, let's say – at that point, let's say it's between Oregon. It's between Oregon and it's between uh, Texas, all right? Okay, well, here, how about this? No, you, I'm gonna you brought up, this No, up. I'm going to bring up some people who are, I think, Bo Kerrigan was asked why Oregon is ahead of Texas. He referenced oh, Oregon's close loss. Oh, I'm glad you loss. brought that up, actually. Yeah, he referenced Go Oregon's close loss to Washington, along right. with looking dominant against the or, in a, against an Oregon State team the committee, quote-unquote, respects. And, of course, when asked about the common opponent margin of victory, it was looked at, he goes, we look at everything. So let me tell you, this is what he, so, so, no, no, no. So this is what he brought up. Mm-hmm. He brought up Brodnick's completion percentage. Mm-hmm. He brought up Oregon State's average point total. And of course, like you just said, the loss to Washington. Okay. Let me tell you what he did not what he did not use. Okay. Strength of record, strength of schedule, ranked wins, and common opponents. By the end of next week, Texas will have all that plus a conference championship going against Oregon. Yet why is it the committee doesn't seem to care though? What do you mean? No, no, it's not that. I'm telling you right now, the committee, um, right now, there's no reason why. I, 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 listen, as much as I hate it that you guys destroyed Texas Tech and all that. and you're making They did your, what now? They destroyed Texas Tech. Oh, they did? Yeah. What was that score? 57 to 7. Oh, it was, okay. Does it? that make you happy? All right. 
Second, what I'm trying to say is I still think Texas deserves to be there. They've been dominant the entire Yeah, but the thing is is that Oregon was ranked ahead of Texas the entire time, so until the very end, it's not going to change. I I could have told you that a mile ago. But I'm telling you right now, the committee might try to use that to fuck you over, especially if things go certain ways. I'm just saying be prepared for that possibility. Because Texas, I told you that I don't. I'm not getting my hopes up. I'm just telling you that there's a path more so than of you course, think. There is a path. I you, never disagreed with you. you there's a you path. You keep saying talking about art obstacles, obstacles. There this are obstacles. Well, duh. the committee themselves. But you were trying to convince me that an Oregon two-loss team was going to get it could. in. No, there's the no way. way. You just talked about Oregon. Oregon's not a two-loss team right now. No, I'm saying the way they're – but, oh, that was my mistake earlier just because I picked the wrong team. But <laughs> but Oregon, if they beat Washington, which they were favored, right? Am I yeah, right? Yeah, they're favored. Right. Favored right so if Oregon wins, they're fucking going in. <laughs> they won't go – no, they, you don't know that. So, wait. So, what if it's now between Oregon and Texas, right? Both conference champions, right? Right. At that point, And yes. then at that point – You would have a conference then, – then you would tack on a conference championship – Plus, Texas has strength of schedule, strength of record, ranked wins, and a common opponent over Oregon at the end of the day. All of that at the very end of the day. Plus, finally, but we But would you com- think the committee would listen to all that? Because they already, they already look like— Not until conference championship week. Okay. All right, fine. Because no one's won conference champion. You're not getting in unless you have a conference champion. So it doesn't even matter right now. Okay, so how do they—but one through four, they still rank them. They have to put people so far. Well, duh, but they're all undefeated. That's why they're one through four. I'm sorry, man. I'm just telling you right now. I I sense trouble for Texas. I'd say I want to be wrong. I told no, you. No, you don't. I do. I Shut up. Be no, wrong. you don't. I do. There is no way you want to be wrong. Listen, I do. I really do. No, because do. you are. Ex- I feel no. like I told you. I feel like Texas. How good would it yeah. feel for you if Texas got shut out? No, that's I what did, I thought. No, I wouldn't. I don't well, think. So. No, I said no. If Texas didn't get in, it would suck because what's the point of watching the college football playoff with the same shitty teams I really don't care about? <laughs> Texas is a team I could be like, okay, what's up, Texas? But they're not, and that's what sucks for you. So Longo's you're going to be excited about the team that beat you by 50. Yeah, I'll be like, you know no, what? You Good won't. for you. No Good way. For you. So at that point next Good week, if you. Texas, if everybody does what they're supposed to do, Texas would then be competing against everybody with the conference championship, and they would also have – Strength record, strength of schedule, ranked wins, common opponents over everybody. Plus, I, I a, think, plus no, a head-to-head. Right. A head-to-head to Alabama. I think, but that's what I'm saying. I, all jokes aside, okay? All me teasing aside, all teasing. bullshit aside, okay? Who's teasing? Huh? Who's teasing? We're 11-1. I'm okay, no, no, no. All jokes and stuff, I'm saying. You're the only team being teased. Okay. Uh, <laughs> you're an <laughs> asshole. What? what I'm trying to say is this. In reality, you should be there. You should be in the top four. There's no questions about it. And if everything goes the way it plan, it goes as planned, there's a good chance that Texas should be in there. Texas but, was never going to jump anybody until this week. It was never going to no, happen. No, for sure. And I still think that's a possibility. But something could go haywire, and the committee could just go the other way and not pick Texas. Well, they can't pick I Alabama. Could honestly, hold on, I could honestly see them picking Ohio State just for the shit, shits and giggles. They're going to pick an 11-1 Iowa like, State that didn't even play Iowa for State, conference. Ohio State. State. Yeah, I was to say they're going to pick an Ohio State, State that is not playing this week. Yeah, they might. Why? Because it's it's there's a, no it's the brand. Therefore, it's the brand. Therefore, they like Ohio State better just because they like that brand better, and they still think that well, you know what, Ohio State, hell, they made a great game against Michigan. Blah blah blah. We'll make up some great. fucking <laughs> bullshit out of their ass and say, you know what, Ohio State deserves to go in there. So therefore, therefore, wins I'm and losses you, don't matter. Is what you're at saying at that point? No, but that's what I'm trying to know. There's that's why it's a bullshit. Fucking committee. The committee's bullshit. A committee that you're so proud that your boy is ahead of. 
I'm not. Proud That's of what it. I thought. I'm not proud of it. Yeah, you were just bragging to me about Kirby Holcutt being on the committee. I was just bringing up something. That's what I thought. That's what I thought. That's but all I'm just saying. saying. Listen, you deserve fact, it. You deserve it. But I, the I, fact I, that I, I can a, hit you with I everything. I have a sneaking suspicion. Suspicion. Oh, I can't even talk. I have a sneaking suspicion. Sneaking that, suspicion. Yeah. Uh, that it might not happen for you guys. You are That's literally okay. arguing that you're. You're. Okay. Texas has the head-to-head over Alabama. Ohio State's out. The only reason they're ranked right now is because nobody has conference championships mm-hmm, right now. Mm-hmm. Okay, The only real thing is Oregon and Texas. And at that point, now both teams have a conference championship plus everything Texas owns with them. Now, what would suck is after all this talk, you guys put on a fucking bomb and a dud against Yeah, the, and then Oregon it's over. State. Then it doesn't matter. Then it's you're not going. So... But you know, I like our chances. We're the best team we've seen in a long time, and we. Have oh, a- that's for sure. What? You are the best Texas team in the last twenty years. Thirteen. Thirteen. Okay. Whatever. Thirteen years. Oh nine was great. You didn't win in oh nine, but all right. You didn't win in any year. All right. Let's- yeah, but you haven't won. You you didn't win in nineteen hundred. So. All right, so give me your prediction for nineteen twenty three. You've been you've been around for a hundred right, years so as a university. I'm gonna, I'm gonna ask and you. You've barely scrapped together a national championship appearance. That's great. We did though. We were there. All right. Anyway. Ah, uh, yeah. You hold on to that. We will. You know, we've done that multiple times. And so, take your pick in any sport. So there you go. Let's go ahead and preview conference champs weekend quickly. Uh, you already <laughs> have the Longhorns winning. I have the Longhorns winning. I do have the Longhorns winning because yeah. the defensive line is just too freaking good. And I think that overall you're still a better team. Oklahoma State's going to give you a little bit yeah, of Yeah, they run. have issues, and I don't believe in Alan Bowman is clearly not uh, better than Quinn Ewers now at this point. I think Quinn makes a lot of issues, but at this point, Quinn is much better than Alan Bowman. Uh, and we both agree that in the Pac-12 it's going to be Oregon. Uh, y- yeah, for sure. Now, I still think Washington could give you trouble because, again, I do like their quarterback I think better. that game's actually going to be close. I mean, I will not be shocked if Michael Penix Jr. goes off. And and I'm telling you right now, if they win, as, they win. I won't be shocked by that. I'm telling you right now, get ready, and we might differ on this one. I do think Alabama is going to beat Georgia. It has nothing to do against Georgia. I just think that's how crazy college football is, and that'd be that, fun. But I don't think so. I don't think so. I think that's where we're going to differ. But I won't. I, I honestly I'm will gonna, not be surprised. I, if I was a better man, I'd bet right now. I'd bet Alabama on that game. I mean, I can see why, but after what I saw against Auburn. I, albeit I get it a, a rivalry, uh, if they if they have any kind of hinkling of like that game, they're they'll get the brakes blown off of them. Uh, book it. EA says book it. Oh yeah. Uh, Bama by two touchdowns. EA also booked it. Tech over Texas. Take that for whatever you want. Take it. <laughs> take it for whatever you want. All right. Uh, and then of course the ACC championship game. Uh, this is Florida State and Louisville. I don't know, man. I don't know because I could see Florida State actually finding a way to win this game. But if after you're telling af- me that they don't have their quarterback, I know after Jordan Travis went out and watching what they did against Florida, I would be so stunned if they if they win this game. Now give me because I haven't watched Louisville at all. So tell me, wh- wh- they're, they're fine. Not- they lost to Kentucky, which is an awful loss last week. So that's my thing. I like it might just level the playing field where it might be a close game, but Florida State can still eke it but out. But you know what I think though. Is even though with that is the what really hurts Florida like Louisville is a good enough team to beat a Florida State team that doesn't have Jordan Travis. They probably get they probably lose by twenty with Jordan Travis, but that's how good Jordan Travis is. Mm. Is that and that's how honestly that's how good Louisville is. They're good enough to beat a Florida State team that's playing their backup quarterback. Well, it's going to be an interesting conference championship week. 
Uh, and of course, Creighton is gonna you're gonna be there uh, at will, the Big Twelve. I will be there. My Longhorn onesie. <laughs> um, I don't know if they'll let you in dressed like that, but I don't think I've ever covered. I was gonna cover Texas last time we made the Big Twelve championship, um, but I didn't end up doing it. I you did. know what you should do as a job? Uh, Just be like the UT beat writer. I thought about that. They kind of like really outsource that crap, and they kind of only like the Austin Statesman does it a little bit. I actually know one of the guys that does. Uh, of course you do. Does the video for them, but you know everybody. Um, so what? You know everybody. I I I know a lot of people, but. I, uh, oh man, let me tell you, I'd love to do that. I mean, listen, I know Longhorns that are still sophomores in college at this point. Guys, I, that are let committed. me ask you this do you, you or Daddy, who knows more about Texas Longhorns? Man. Really? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. All right. After the, um, for sure. He's going to have to be our guest. Yeah. And he's going to have, I'm going to play. Like I told you, I mean, like our obsession is real. I mean, I'm going to, house is painted burning. I am going to have a bunch of UT trivia. Yeah. And I'm going to have you and Daddy go back and forth. On obscure, but it can't random... be that it's it can't be that knowledge of like how many championships has Texas won. No, it has to be it has to be stuff like obscure. it has to be like who was uh, the top recruit for UT in this year? Yeah, like hardcore stuff like that. Yeah, or, hardcore. Or, yeah, you know who was the number one wide receiver? You know things like that. I'll get some hard questions. Don't or worry. or what number was you know? I just said I will get some hard questions if you don't take my word for it. We have I... a. Uh, a banner from the stadium in our garage. You're a little upset. You told me about that. Yeah. I, banner I've never in the stadium. Met... The house is painted burnt orange in a couple of rooms. Can I, can I tell you a secret? What? No Prior to 2007, I was a Longhorn fan. Everybody is. So well, I, I believe that. No, because. Everybody is. Yeah. Uh, you remember during the, the 05, the Rose Bowl, when they won the championship? Oh, and I was. Oh, I, had a, I had a nice style. I uh, I did, wore jeans. Yeah. I wore a UT shirt that was like a gray UT shirt with a UT jacket over there it. There you go. I know I was styling. I still profile. remember where I was for that game. Where were you? I was on my couch. You were a little kid, weren't you? I was seven and a half years old. I was in. Uh, no, I, I might have been. Oh no, I was. I was barely seven because it was January. Was That's crazy. I was a junior. In high school, holy smokes. Yeah. I was a junior in high school, and I watched it at home, uh, eating yeah. some chili and uh, chips and cheese and chili and hot sauce. I also have, we have this massive Texas flag, like te- state of Texas flag in the house. I mean, it's as big as this wall. Instead of the star, it's got the Longhorn. What's in more it. impressive, people, guys? You're hearing this like, okay, fine. He lives in Lubbock, and he the li- cars burn orange by custom yeah. burn orange. And the and the license plates are uh, play your poor, on your Texas poor mother. Stuff. She went to Tech, and you're just surrounding UT stuff around her. Yeah, and like on my uh, the car lights in my car burn orange. Does uh, she does she just embrace it now or? Yeah, but she does Tech still. But um, she goes to all the games with us. And do you like make fun of Tech to her too? No, I because it upsets her, so I don't. Uh, so it's okay to do it to me. She doesn't talk crap like you did. She knows her. <laughs> she she knows Tech's place. I was about to say, I was about you guys to say, like Aggies don't. You guys think you're so magnificent when you actually we're have never be, done we're better anything. than the Aggies. This is be, no, this is uh, you're like right there. We're better. Actually, you're not that much better. Actually, you're not better at we're all. We're 10 times better than the How Aggies. How are you 10 times better? We just are, okay? Aggies suck. Well, I mean, I'll give you that. They are awful. But this, there's this. Just... All right. Anyway, well, that's our college football playoff segment. Hopefully, Creighton's right. And his Texas Longhorns. He wants it so bad, folks. He wants the, Texas to be done so bad. In the college bad. football playoff, and hopefully. Be they, honest. It has bothered you that Texas is 11 wins in now. 
You never thought you'd see it, did you? I always knew it would come back. I knew they would come back no. to being 11 I want to get audio from the beginning of the year I never of our went, podcast. Of no, our podcast I never, no I pick, on my Bevo Boys podcast, I picked them 11-1. No, but I, you were you were very and like very depressed early on. Yeah, because they the played sucky games. Yeah, and you were like, we're done, we're done. Oh, you should watch me during a game. Two games, two plays into the – this is how you know if it's your, if you're a real UT fan. By the way, Cra- no, Crane is not a real fan because he did the same thing with the Rangers. He quit on the Rangers. He quit on the Longhorns. He did quit on the Rangers. Like, I don't quit on the Longhorns. Yes, you but did. You'll, you did. You know, on our, I'll go back in our archives. After the Oklahoma game, you quit. Oh, I was so booty hurt. You and I go. I and, wanted to win that yeah. game. So that thing still guts me. I wanted to win that so bad. But on my Bevo Boys podcast, I did pick them to win 11 games. I said 11-1 on there. Cool. You know, we did our predictions back in July. I said 11-1. Take that. Anyway, thank you, college football segment. Can't All right, stand it. it's time for picks. Let's wrap this up. Uh, I just want to get done with this. This whole <laughs> podcast. This is just so stupid. Like this is so, so stupid segment. Because you thought you were coming in with facts, and you just there was nothing. No, I, oh man, I was weak there. I as, was weak no, there. as expected. Which I'm is sorry, not. It's I, not I you. Can't argue it's it. not you. It's everybody. They come in trying to argue against Texas for a playoff, and there's no factual uh, evidence right. to 100%. do it. Percent. You're thank right. You. You're 100 percent right. You. You still suck. Anyway, uh, let's get to the, the games. The Iowa State guy said that uh, This Sunday we got. Uh, this Sunday we got a lot oh, of. I big don't get games. to do it. No, you <laughs> fuck no, <laughs> fuck no. Like you, you've lost that privilege. I definitely lost it. Uh, Chargers on the road against the New England Patriots. Ooh. Chargers are favored by six. Finally, do they get a big You know win what here? I get real tired of? I get real tired of uh, Bill Belichick getting upset at everybody during the press conference when his team is an absolute garbage game. Yeah. That's so annoying. With that being said, yeah, this team can't hold the candle to almost literally anybody else in the league. They lose. Patriots? <laughs> yeah, give me the Chargers. Same here. The Chargers need a win. They're it, four and that's seven. True. They need a win. That team should easily be a eight-win team. They're not. All right, this this is going to be the big game. The Broncos, who are on a huge win streak right now, we, who would have thought when they, the way they started the season? And then the Texans, who are on a huge win streak now, after the impressive play of C.J. Stroud, they're both six and five, and both fighting for playoff position. And Houston at home is favored by three and a half. That is crazy. Who are you taking there? You know what's really funny about this game? I'm just gonna say this. Who would have ever thought I was about to do this? This should be the Sunday night game. It should. <laughs> it's crazy. This should definitely be the Sunday night game. I mean, C.J. Stroud is playing outside of his mind. The Broncos have figured it out. They're both playing for not just a spot, a division. I'm I'm really excited to watch this game. Wait, I'm, what? Did it, wasn't this flexed? I don't know. It still, says, it still says noon to me. There was this, They mentioned the Bronco Texans. Let's game. flex it. Let's do 4 it. 4 o'clock. Hell, let's do it. I'm down. Maybe they haven't updated. We'll Maybe so. Yeah, I hope but. that it's flexed. Give me the Texans because C.J. Stroud is playing great. And Dell's on one of my fantasy teams. Give me the Denver Broncos. Oh, Russell wow. Wilson, he comes in there and he shows them why they should have been making fun of him. That team won, allowed 70 points. Look at them now. That's crazy. All right, this game. I know that's how it was during the whole Tech game because you couldn't score. Oh, funny. You're so funny. <laughs> um, anyway, Lions and Saints. I think the Lions need to come back win here, but the Saints are actually playing very well. They're at five and six. The Torch favored by four on the road. What do you got? Yeah, not an easy one because the Saints are getting to play in the Superdome. However, 
as much as people are like off of Detroit right now, I still think that they got something there and they can do it and they need a win like you just said and they're going to I think they're going to come out after getting embarrassed on Thanksgiving uh and they'll beat the Saints. I I like what they have to offer. Give me the give me the lines. There are not a lot of whole great games going on, but the Colts and Titans could be one. Colts on the road, six and five. The Titans are four and seven. Indianapolis favored by one. Yeah, give me Indianapolis. Sam Sam Ellinger plays for the Colts. So okay, so you need. And to you know what? They're not the worst. I I like them better than I think the Titans have issues. I I think the Colts are right I'm there. Gonna go, the I'm gonna go with the Colts as well. Yeah. All right, the big game, pretty much the biggest game outside of what the Cowboys are doing. It's the Niners on the road in Philadelphia. The Eagles are ten and one. The Niners are eight and three. But the San Francisco 49ers are favored by three on the road. Who do you have in this big NFC matchup? Also shocked that this wasn't a night game either. We talked about the Broncos one mm. being one. Shocked this one isn't either because like you kind of knew what the Eagles and 49ers were coming in the year. Kind of weird they didn't put that there. Um, I need the Eagles to lose. I think we, we all, all need the Eagles to lose. So I'm going with San Francisco. Yes, and if the Niners win, remember that thing where when the Niners beat up on a team, yeah. that next week they're just as bad. Right. So That's uh, what we let's, need. Let's hope that. I'm with you right now. Niners uh, by five on that one. Yeah, I'm down for that. And then let's go with to finish this up. Browns and Rams. The Browns lost their quarterback. They lost a lot of players. They're seven and four. They're on the road against the Rams five and six. That's why L.A. is favored by three and a half. Kind of, yeah, exactly. Um, really the only reason because – Matt Stafford's kind of, uh, and the Browns have one of the best defenses in the entire league. I'm going Cleveland on this one. Give me, give me the Cleveland Browns. I, I enjoy watching those guys. I know they have a lot of issues like give me the over Rams. the years, but oh, okay. Rams with the upset win at home. Man, wait, wait, wait. Can you ask me about the Monday night game? Yeah, the Monday yes. night game, the Bengals against the Jaguars. Uh, the Bengals are struggling. Joe Burrow out for the year. Jaguars are eight and three. They're at overrated, but they're favored by eight at home. You don't ask me what I got. Yeah, go. I'm looking at Not you. Not what you say. Who do you got? You know who I got. The Jacksonville Jaguars are taking it to the Bengals. Remember they got destroyed by the Niners. I don't care. They're playing the Bengals. They're eight and three. Homeboy's playing unbelievable. Maybe the best football he's ever played. He's not even They've the got top, it going. He's not even graded in the top five. Nah, he's great. He's great. How many touchdowns is T Law going to get this year? I mean, this week. I'm going 74. 74 Maybe touchdowns for to Trevor touch. Lawrence. Give lucky. it to me right now. Jaguars win over the Bengals by 20. Okay, just for that, Bengals win big. <laughs> okay. All right, just for that. They don't have Joe Burrow, which really sucks. That would have been a lot of fun. A rematch from the college football. Playoffs? Oh. Anyway, the big game, the one that we care about. Oh, how many is that? That's like four. That's four, four tonight. That's five. a record we're getting there with my yawns. I know. You're almost to the same amount of points that Tech put up in that game. <laughs> Thank you guys for very Cow- much for joining us. Cowboys. Cowboys, Seahawks. Seahawks on the road facing the Dallas Cowboys. I will be at this game covering it and uh, very lucky to do so. Uh, the Seahawks. Are six and five. Cowboys eight and three. But funny enough, the Cowboys have their lowest per, uh, margin of uh, uh, favorite uh, points. Their favorite right. nine points. Lowest I haven't spread. seen. That's I crazy. haven't seen a single digit spread for the Cowboys in until about then. Yeah, six weeks. That's crazy. I mean, and rightfully so. 
The Seahawks are a good team. They're going to be fun. I think this game, you're actually, I think you're going to go. I think you're going to, we'll see. I hope, hopefully not. I would like for them to blow them out. I think you're going to end up going to possibly the game of the year. And I think it'll be a lot of fun between Geno Smith and Dak Prescott. Because once Geno Smith gets going, he is very good. But Dak Prescott is Dak Prescott. This team is unbelievable. Give me the Cowboys, but it's going to be a close one. I'm going to go Cowboys. I got to go over 30 points because they just don't not score 30 points. I'm going Cowboys 35, Seahawks 32. Damn. Um, I believe the Cowboys make it close early on in this game, but they pull away in the fourth quarter. I'm talking about a fourth quarter explosion where the Seattle Seahawks don't even know what hit them. It'll be close early on where everyone's like, oh, my God, are the Cowboys going to do this? But they will. Cowboys win 45 to 21. Oh, I'm down for 45 that. 45 to 21. Down for that. Bring it, baby. Bring it. Mark it down. EA says a win. We're getting a win. That's more important anyway. Make sure to keep my chair warm um, on Thursday as I get ready to go to the uh, Big 12 championship game that Texas Tech is not a part of. Well, I'm glad that um, you're going to go there to watch uh, – Perhaps probably the biggest upset of the year. You'd like that, wouldn't you? Yeah, because Oklahoma State's going to probably, you yeah, know, you'd like that last same, second touchdown. Same and you're guy that cry. Wants, the same you're guy that cry. said he, same guy that said he wants Texas in the playoff. Also wants wait, them dude, to lose. Just keep talking shit because when it when it fails for you, I never once said we. I no, didn't. I didn't. I'm not talking you, about you the. Know I'm talking gonna about fuck, you you're know the you're you know you're going to be fucking crying. <laughs> you're going to be. You know it. All right, if you say so. Yeah, anyway, that's Creighton Branch. I'm EA. Go follow him on Creighton Branch Twitter or whatever. And Letterbox. Go give me a Letterbox, man. I'm at 1650 right now. I don't know what that means, but all right. 1,650 movies. Oh, he watches a lot of movies. <laughs> what would what he do? I'm at EA Sports DFW. And, of course, we're both on Mazbeat Life here on the ticket. We every are. Saturday during the Maverick season, recapping the best with, of course, DJ Ringenberg. So catch us this week. I'm sure another great episode. And uh, keep uh, listening on and uh, spread the word about turn off your mics. We're the number one uh, podcast in America, and we Heck love yeah. you. And we want you to share us, all right? Share us. Guns up. Let's go. EA out. And Creighton.